And good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday morning quarterback show. Bruce Mims, Eddie McDaniel, uh, Donovan on the board, Ken in here doing a little bit of engineering for us this morning. Glad you chose to spend a little time with us. Uh, a lot of rain this week. It was a little muggy starting out the night, but I'm going to tell you Oh, about it my, was beautiful by the time, about midway through the, every, the first quarter, second quarter. It was beautiful. Yeah, the temperature changed, and it, it got really nice and comfortable out there. Of course, Eddie, uh, you know, we got a lot of high school football to talk about. Of course, going to do a little traveling with John uh, late in the show. Uh, I, I got a feeling a, a little game out on the plains is going to come up. Yes, it is. And, Bruce, I turned down two tickets, buddy. Did you? Yes. You, you didn't want to go that far to see your team drop one? Uh, it, uh, hey, I'd go there and watch them lose 50 to nothing. <laughs> And I never predicted that much. I haven't predicted either. <laughs> no, I wouldn't either. No. I just said I would. Yeah, absolutely. It's about being in the house. Yeah. Uh, got a lot of stuff to get to. Got a lot of coaches we'll be getting to. Want to take a minute to, uh, you know, send out prayer wishes and uh, and also ask people to say a little extra prayer for Lewis and out at the Steakhouse Restaurant. He's going through a little bit of health issues. Had some surgery this week, and just ask that everybody remember him and his family and their prayers and uh, our, our our prayers and thoughts are with them and you know best wishes Eddie's uh you know Lewis does so much in the community he's such a big part of this and of course he's our friend we you know went to school with him played some ball with him so you know it's a little extra special to us yeah he does a lot really period for high school sports not only Hawkinsville you know if a school's coming through and they call and say Lewis can you set us up something he'll do it a lot of times at cost or maybe a little bit over to cover some of the waitresses, but he, you know, he, he's willing to do it. He, Absolutely. It does a tremendous job there. Eddie, let's get right to the scores. Got a lot of scores uh, from around the state last night. I'm still trying to get my okay. computer up, Bruce. Al, let's see. Colquitt County defeated Alcove last night 55-18. It was Lowndes over Cedar Grove 45-38. Uh, it was McEachern over Campbell 36-7. And we'll go to the phone line. On the line with us uh, to lead things off, Coach Philip Hill of the Dooley County Bobcats winner last night over Hawkinsville, 37-8. Good morning, Coach. Yes, hello. Uh, glad to have you with us this morning, Coach. Uh, I, I got to commend you and your staff and the job that you guys did. Uh, you, you're really deep at the uh, running back position, got some good receivers, and I thought your quarterback really did a good job uh, uh, handling the team on the field. Yeah, Um uh... We thought we were young, and then we, we still make uh, a lot of mistakes. But uh, the, the talent is is, is <laughs> nice to have the talent to be able to make plays. Coach, uh, 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 tell us a little bit about your kids, and let's talk a little bit about the game. It was tied at the half. Uh, it was still only sixteen to nothing, but uh, uh, you guys pulled away and in, 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 uh, to a thirty-seven to eight win. You were breaking up there. I'm sorry. I'm, I thought I was moving to a better spot for a connection, but you Coach, were breaking up like this. Tell us a little bit about your team. Oh, okay. Uh, like I said earlier, we're, we're, we're pretty young. We only have five seniors, and uh, you know, one of them's our kicker. He's pretty good, and I'm going to hate losing him. And we have some pretty good skilled kids. Of Dion King is one of our uh, kids that plays both ways and plays an overhang for four. So we only we're going to lose. Just five teams. We got 16 juniors and 16 sophomores, and uh, about three freshmen that actually play for us. So uh, we're, we're we're pretty pretty skilled at uh, 
at a at receiver, running back, quarterback. Obviously, our quarterback's just a sophomore. Our big play receiver is just a sophomore. Uh, our running backs are juniors, but we're we're pretty good that way on skill, and we're pretty good uh, without our returners on defense uh, with those young guys. So they they just they they're still learning. Uh, how to focus. That's my biggest issue with them. It's not a talent thing. It's, it's getting those, those kids to actually focus in and, 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 and really understand what it takes to uh, win ball games and set yourself up to play deep in playoffs. You know, I mean, Dooley's got a lot of tradition. They've had a lot of great athletes. But, uh, you know, in, in recent years, it's just uh, it's been kind of like it, 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 it's just been playing on Friday nights and, and the places I've been and the guys I've worked for and coached under, I've, I've learned too much about how things should be done and how you should prepare yourself uh, not to just go out there on Friday nights, but to, you know, program uh, implement. And that's where I'm trying to take their mindset. You know, I mean, let's think about program implementation and, and get them to think about not just winning, you know. So the, the, the immaturity on that part, we still fight, but you know, there's there's no denying they're very talented, and uh, and I'm blessed to have uh, coaches on the sideline with me that understand where we're going and have seen it, and they they we're all on the same page that way. So we we we, we fight that battle, but we, we we're blessed that we do have talent that you know some of that talent can override immaturity, and we go out there and, and look pretty decent sometimes on Friday nights. Well, Coach, you know, a great win this Friday night. Next week, it doesn't get easy. you got Wilcox County. Yeah, and from what I, I've been telling a couple of guys, and, and it was even said to me, I think we when we went down to Dublin and beat them, I think we kind of actually woke Dublin up. So um, <laughs> what I, from what I uh, saw last night and when I went over to Hawkinsville last week and, walk, and watched Dublin, I was going out to – uh, gate with my son, who's my D-line coach, and I told him, I said, man, I, we wouldn't have beat that Dublin team that just beat Hawkinsville. We wouldn't have beat that team last week. Dublin, you know, their mindset has changed. And from what I saw last night, I haven't talked to Coach Stowe much, and I will, you know, with them being an opponent next week, but um, it, they, they must be, you know, still kind of uh, seeing bloody meat out there, and they, they're, they're still chomping at the bits to keep eating. So, <laughs> Uh, but but Wilcox will be the same way, you know. Uh, that that's one of the things I said to Coach Doe and our little tri- uh, film trade. We were talking a little bit and texting, and I know he'll have those guys refocused, and we're going to their place. And uh, Wilcox and Dooley, uh, just the fans themselves have tradition, so they know it'll be a lot of fireworks out there. It'll be real hype and real intense, and. Oh, we're looking forward to it, though. That's one of the things I want my kids to learn is how to handle those type of situations. And, um, you know, win, lose, or draw, the experience, you, you can't you can't uh, replace that, that experience of going through it and actually know what it's about and seeing it. So that'll be one good thing for us, and we'll learn from that and put that in our uh, back pocket and, and, and have them be able to draw from that when the time comes again. Coach Philip Hale, head coach of the Dooley County Bobcats, winners last night over Hawkinsville, 37-8. Coach, we appreciate you being on. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you again soon. Yes, sir. Look forward to it. You guys have a great weekend. You too, Coach. Thank you. 
Yeah, he poked the bear for Dooley uh, County. Poked the bear. Dublin woke him up, and they, man, they on a roll again. Absolutely, no doubt about but it. But it's like we talked about, Bruce. Dooley County has always had good athletes, and we always get the best out of them. And and we did, we did last night, and and I, they uh, uh, are are completely awake. And of course, uh, you know that victory right there uh, gives them the hopes of still making it in the the top uh, two in the uh, region as they'll continue to make that push. But next week, like I said, uh, no matter what happened with Wilcox last night, I promise you uh, that this will be a heck of a game next week. And, and, and you know, both teams are going to need to brave their A game if they're going to uh, try to pull off a victory in this one. Oh, yeah. Checking some more scores from last night. Pebble Brook, 38-21 winners over East Coweta. It was North Cobb over Harrison, 42-14. to it was Walton, 52-35 winners over Hillgrove. Um, North Paulding gets by Marietta, 45-42. to uh, Also, Alpharetta over Woodstock, 51-7. And it was uh, Roswell, 41-13 winners over Cherokee. I want to remind you... Um, uh, next week, the Steakhouse Wrestling Saturday Morning Quarterback Show every single week throughout the course of season. We get it underway at 9 o'clock. Schedule uh, 16 coaches from around the state of Georgia. Talk about that, that uh, previous night's game and the uh, next week's game. We also uh, have a little traveling with John Nelson and Eddie as they take a look at the college scene around the uh, nation with uh, uh, t- 10 top games across the nation. Of course, this week i uh, got some really good ones uh, lined up to be in this one. want to remind you to make your, uh, start your tradition this weekend at the Steakhouse. Take mom, and, uh, the children, and all the grandparents, uh, anybody that wants to go, start uh, a tradition by going to the Steakhouse on Sundays. It'll be like Thanksgiving every single Sunday throughout the course of the year. That's at the Steakhouse Restaurant on in Hawkinsville. We'll take a uh, first break. You listen to Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday morning quarterback show right here on the XL Sports Network. If you're arrested by a police officer, one of the most important words you can use is the word no. No, I won't take your drug test. No, I won't have anything to tell you, officer. No, I don't care to balance on one leg because I've heard it could hurt my legal defense. Hi, I'm attorney David Venable. If the boys in blue have you detained, the best time to call a lawyer is ASAP. He's the big city lawyer with small town charm. David Venable, attorney at law. Call 478-783-2825. Hawkinsville Steakhouse Restaurant has a variety of house specials available anytime, Monday through Saturday. Dine in or carry out. Choose from the A-House Grilled Chicken Breast, Italian Chicken Parmesan, Southwestern Grilled Chicken, Grilled Pork Chops, Country Fried Steak, or the absolute best fried chicken in Georgia. To carry out one of these delicious house specials, call the Hawkinsville Steakhouse Restaurant at 478-892-3383. The answer to your insurance needs is simple. The Grimsley Agency. No matter your needs, life, auto, or home, it's the Grimsley Agency. You can trust Danny Grimsley and his staff with great coverage for your whole family. New car or home, the answer is the same. The Grimsley Agency. Give them a call at 783-2581 or see them at 203 Commerce Street, Hawkinsville. Proud supporters of all Red Devil Athletics. 
Let's play Who Wants to Volunteer in Your Community with Ella in Santa Monica, California. Hey, wait, I don't want to volunteer. Volunteering can really be fun. In fact, we've asked your entire algebra class here to tell you more. But we were thinking that you should start tutoring people because you're all, like, smart and stuff. I should? You free tonight? Sure. To find out ways you can volunteer in your community, log on to teensvolunteer.org. Do what you like to do. Volunteer. A public service message brought to you by the USA Freedom Corps, the U.S. Department of Justice, the Crime Prevention Coalition of America, and the Ad Council. When I say Hawkinsville Dispatch and News, few things pop into your mind. Community involvement, community awareness, covering what matters to the people of Pulaski County and serving the area since 1866. However, it is much more than that. It's office supplies for home, business, or school. It's also your headquarters for large print copies for all your business and construction needs. So when you need a copy of your construction plans, no need to go out of town. See Chuck and his staff. You may call today, 783-1291, or see them at 329 Commerce Street, Hawkinsville. Hawkinsville Dispatch and News, serving the finest people in the world since 1866. Welcome back into the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show. As we continue on the line with us now, Coach Shane Williamson of the Hawkinsville Red Devils. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. Coach, it was uh, you know really good to see uh Terry right back out there and you know coach when we look back at the game and I was working on my article this morning uh, we had three really good drives that uh, that that we just kind of run out of gas on but uh, I thought the team played extremely hard uh, you know we had a, a turnover too but I, I I thought that as a whole I, I felt pleased with what we done well, I did too I thought you know our kids came out and gave great effort and uh tried to execute the game plan and like the game plan has to change according to what back is healthy for us this week and uh so you know there's things that we are limited to because of the injury bug that's still there but having Terry right back you know helped us out a lot but again he has to go on defense because he's such a main part of our uh linebacking core at defense and uh you know Chase Reese is just continuing to you know get better even though sometimes his production charts are not there but being a leader and having to fight through uh he's been that one constant we've had all year long never comes off the field if somebody gets hurt on defense he just goes over there and plays that position uh so I, you know there, there's a lot of guys that might not have the numbers that you know superstars have but to see the what they've had to do in this type of season we've had i'm real proud of our football players Coach, uh, uh, let's talk, if we can, a little bit about your defense. I, I I thought they played really well last night. You had a couple plays here and there, but, you know, uh, they made Dooley really work for what they've got. Like I said, the game was 16 nothing at the half, and then uh, it was the fourth quarter before they were able to actually pull away and seal the, the victory. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I thought Coach Black did a great job in the defensive staff, and, uh, you know, we, again, have to – move players around week to week. So we had Dagan Mullis playing uh, at defensive line this week, and he did a good job and ended up getting hurt. And so we ended up having to put another guy in there, and there was a couple of times that, uh, you know, some of our players lost contained, so to speak, uh, missed an assignment. And, and when you do that against a uh, decent football team, you know, it's going to hurt you. And that's kind of where they got their scores outside of that. I thought our game plan, I thought what, 
we were doing on defense, we did a pretty good job. We just couldn't get anything really going on offense. We could get that drive going, but we couldn't, you know, punch it in. And the turnover bug still got us uh, a couple of times. But, uh, yeah, I was proud of the defense. Coach, uh, we'll get the week off next week, and then uh, we'll have uh, Wilcox County and Bobby Gentry Stadium. Uh, what can you tell us about them? Well, they got a great football team. Uh, I kind of talked to Coach Stowe this, this region. All the coaches are pretty close, and uh, we talk about, you know, the upcoming opponents and things like that. And he he, he knows he doesn't have the quality of a couple of players he lost last year that went to the SEC and, you know, and stuff like that. They had some really quality players, but they still got a great football team. Uh, they, and they'll fight for this region championship. Uh, I know they had a big game last night against Dublin, but uh, they're they're going to be uh, one of the nice, not the best football team athletically in our region. Coach Shane Williamson, head coach of the uh, Hawkinsville Red Devils, uh, on the road last night, duly come up short, 37-8. Coach, uh, you mentioned Dagan getting hurt. Uh, is he going to be okay? Well, you know, I, I hope he is. Uh, but I'm 0 for 3 on my injury calls this year. So uh, <laughs> we're going to wait and see and, and, and see how that goes. I'm not even going to make anything. <laughs> Coach, well said. Coach, Coach, Coach this, this is Eddie. How's, how's Gage doing? He back? He is having a problem getting cleared from the concussion part. He's still having uh, some slight headaches and a little bit of dizziness. So I'm going to hold him out until we can actually, you know, get that stuff taken care of. I understand. I understand. Y'all gonna make him watch TV this afternoon outside, or are you gonna let him in the house? <laughs> tell him to come oh, on down to the house. Really? He, he can he, he can watch it with me. <laughs> oh, don't tell me. He, he's an Auburn fan, buddy. Oh no. He is. Wow. <laughs> well, maybe he'll grow out of it, Coach. He's still young. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said all these years. But for sixteen years, he's hung tight with him. <laughs> yeah. Once it's embedded in his buddy, it's there. Well, I understand your problem, Eddie. <laughs> hey, Coach, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Listen, have a great weekend. hope everybody does well, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you all. Y'all have a great weekend. You too, you Coach. You too, Coach. I just don't understand why anybody would want to put themselves through that torture. Uh, you know how it is, Bruce. I mean, you know, it's something that just happens. I, yeah, it's not your fault you were born that way. I wasn't born that way. I'm middle. <laughs> I live in the middle of the state of Georgia. I mean, you know, you don't know how much heck I've. Got. Yeah, but you're wearing a Red Sox shirt too. You're hey, really confused. I, love I bet my, you like the Green Bay Packers too, don't you? Yep, do. Holy cow! You're well, right. you slippery rock person. So well, that but that's okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I've been on a lot of slippery rocks in my life. Felt like I was on one a, a couple times last night coming the back way from uh, over at Dooley last night. We ran oh, it was some bad. bad spots out there. Back to the phone line. We're going to the line with us now, Coach Rob Stowe, Wilcox County. Good morning, Coach. Hey, good morning. How you doing, Bruce? Good, Coach. Glad to have you on with us this morning. Appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule. Uh, uh, tell us a little bit about last night's ball game, Coach. Well, uh from my point of view, we got steamrolled, uh, got beat by a better team. All credit goes out to uh, Dublin and Coach Roger Holmes and his staff. They came out and, and uh, I, you know, I'd say easily played their best game and, and it showed and they outcoached us, outplayed us in every phase of the game. We got beat 49 to nothing. 
Wow. Well, Coach, I can't. We can't take any credit for waking them up. Uh, they were fully awake when they got to Hawkinsville last week. Geez, I, you know that's something about Roger and his staff over there. They're going to find a way to be ready, and and they have woke up. And now you, the, you there's going to be a battle for the top spot, isn't there? There he is. I mean, you know, we we've watched uh, film on all their games they played this year, and I'm sure uh, Coach Holmes has been like the rest of us, battling things with COVID and having kids in and out of the program at certain times. I think that they're just now getting their footing. Uh, I'll be honest with you, like you said last week, that looked like they were starting to get rolling. And uh, for sure last night, I was impressed. I couldn't tell a difference in uh, the Dublin offense of 2021 as the one that was playing last year, the year before that. I mean, they, they were really going. And uh, they got up early on us, and we couldn't, couldn't stop them, couldn't slow them down. So if the Dublin offense continues like that, you know, it'll be tough to stop for sure. And uh, their defense was playing well too. We didn't. We had a couple opportunities to score early in the game, and we didn't make it happen. So, you know, that's credit to them. And uh, like you said, with with them, uh, they have a, a loss. We have a loss, and uh, Dooley has a loss, and Montgomery has a loss. And I think we're all sitting there with kind of the same record. So. There's still a lot of football to be played the rest of the season to see who's going to win this thing. Absolutely. It's going to be a dogfight to the very end. Coach, uh, health-wise, how are y'all doing? Well, we were pretty good last night going into the game. We had been down a couple players that had been out a few games, but they, they played last night. I wouldn't say they were 100%. But, you know, at, during the course of the game, our quarterback uh, and our running back, who are really good football players, got a little banged up, and we pulled them on out. Uh, with the game a little bit out of hand after the first half and, and just felt like it wasn't worth putting them into the game. You know, got a lot of football still needs to be played. So hopefully we can get them healed up this week and get back at it. And we got a, a really good football team in Dooley County who's playing really, really good football. Coach Philip Pell's done a tremendous job getting those guys in Vianna going. And, Coach, uh, we got to see them up close and personal last night. They got about six kids. They're running out at uh, running back. They've got four or five receivers. It uh, seems like they've got someone new on the field at every, at every uh, other play. And I tell you, as, as a whole, they played really sound football uh, and, and got a lot of great speed. That's what I see, too. And it's easy to see. And that's a, that's a credit to their coaching staff, Coach Hill. Uh, I mean, you, you turn on the film every year, people – uh, know that Dooley County is probably going to be very talented. And now you see them really working hard in the weight room in the offseason, and, and they're doing things uh, what I what I think is the right way to, to get a team prepared, and it shows up on Friday night. You, you combine uh, the work ethic and the preparation with the talent, and you get those results that they're seeing. We're talking with Coach Rob Stowe, Wilcox County. Uh, took on Dublin last night. Next week they'll be taking on the Dooley County Bobcats. Uh, Coach, um, well, as always, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Have a great weekend. Y'all stay safe, and we wish you a lot of luck, and we'll be talking to you very soon. Well, I appreciate you having me on, and you guys have a great weekend You as too, well. Coach Stowe. Eddie, we've got a log jam in the region now. You've got Wilcox, Montgomery County, Dooley County, and Dublin all with just one loss. Dublin is, I mean, uh, Johnson County is next at uh, two and two. And, and if you'll look at the points scored and given up, uh, if you'll look at Dublin now, uh, 163 and uh, given, uh, scored and 67 given up uh, within the region. Dublin is on a roll now. Well, you know, we need to get our engineer guy to start running uh let him run comparison on the schedule left. 
I mean, do uh, we look at Wilcox's record? They got Dooley ne- or scheduled. They got Dooley next, Hawkinsville, and Trutland. While it's not the toughest stretch, I mean, it is, it's going to be a tough enough stretch that it could make a difference. What's Dublin got left? Well, I'm, I, I just happened to pull that up as you were speaking. They've got Trutland next, Johnson County, Tough Air, and Montgomery. Yeah, I mean, they got, uh, if you look at their record, their schedule, they got a pretty tough schedule coming up. Yeah, they got a tough schedule. Uh, but, you know, you know they should be heavy favorites in Trutland and Tough Air and a slight favorite maybe in Johnson. But you can bet Montgomery County, man, they, uh, they are playing Oh, yeah, we've, we've experienced that one now yeah. with Bruce. But, I mean, you know, you, you, the the fact of the matter is we're, we're finally into region play. Yes. And every game makes a difference. You know, up until – you know, up until you hit region play, whatever you do, because a lot of coaches play up. I mean, especially in single A. Right. They play up to get that that uh, push so that when they get into region, it makes a difference. So, you know, of course, Dublin don't need it. You know, they've been up for years now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, you, you get what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'd love really to look at – maybe next week we can look at – go ahead and look ahead of time at the schedule left between everybody in single do A. a comparison. Yeah, and do a comparison. We're coming up on another break. I want to remind you we're here each week throughout the course of the season with the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show presented by our friends at Central Georgia Technical College. We'll take a break, and we'll be back with more right here on the XL Sports Network. Stay tuned. Hawkinsville's only radio station for classic hits, sports, and more. We're the river. If you're arrested by a police officer, one of the most important words you can use is the word no. No, I won't take your drug test. No, I won't have anything to tell you, officer. No, I don't care to balance on one leg because I've heard it could hurt my legal defense. Hi, I'm attorney David Venable. If the boys in blue have you detained, the best time to call a lawyer is ASAP. He's the big city lawyer with small town charm. David Venable, attorney at law. Call 478-783-2825. Hawkinsville Steakhouse Restaurant has a variety of house specials available anytime, Monday through Saturday. Dine in or carry out. Choose from the 8-ounce grilled chicken breast, Italian chicken parmesan, southwestern grilled chicken, grilled pork chops, country fried steak, or the absolute best fried chicken in Georgia. To carry out one of these delicious house specials, call the Hawkinsville Steakhouse Restaurant at 478-892-3383. When I say Hawkinsville Dispatch and News, few things pop into your mind. Community involvement, community awareness, covering what matters to the people of Pulaski County and serving the area since 1866. However, it is much more than that. It's office supplies for home, business, or school. It's also your headquarters for large print copies for all your business and construction needs. So when you need a copy of your construction plans, no need to go out of town. See Chuck and his staff. You may call today, 783-1291, or see them at 329 Commerce Street, Hawkinsville. Hawkinsville Dispatch and News, serving the finest people in the world since 1866. 
I walk the mean streets of Atlanta in a police uniform. That gives me an important perspective most lawyers can't give you. If you find yourself in a tough situation leading to an arrest, remember, your best bet for a good defense is to remain completely respectful but quiet. I can't stress that enough, and call me as soon as you possibly can. I'm David Venable. Call me. The Big City Lawyer with Small Town Child. David Venable, Attorney at Law, Broad Street, Hawkinsville. Call 478-783-2825. The answer to your insurance needs is simple. The Grimsley Agency. No matter your needs, life, auto, or home, it's the Grimsley Agency. You can trust Danny Grimsley and his staff with great coverage for your whole family. New car or home, the answer is the same. The Grimsley Agency. Give them a call at 783-2581 or see them at 203 Commerce Street, Hawkinsville. Proud supporters of all Red Devil Athletics. Welcome back into the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday morning quarterback shows to continue. Want to tell you about uh, some new stuff we got going on. Uh, uh, not only do we have our website set up now, you can go to it's XL the letter X the letter L SportsNetwork.net. If you go there, you'll see the there's a page for Saturday morning quarterback. There's a, a Red Devil Sports. There's also one for the River. Every single page has got live links on them. But also look for. Uh, for our podcast on there, you can click on it and listen to the different uh, uh, broadcasts. Uh, you can also go to Spotify or Anchor FM, search for Saturday Morning Quarterback Show, or like I said, just go to our site and follow the link uh, uh, from there, uh, and uh, you'll find a lot of stuff there, and we're going to be continue adding on a, a weekly basis, folks. Bruce, some more scores. Um we got Milton over Etowah, 54-14. You have uh, Denmark, 17, Lambert, 14. Good close game there. North Forsyth, 23, Forsyth Central, 0. Uh, West Forsyth and uh, South Forsyth got, uh, played last night. South Forsyth came out on top of that one, 30-24. Uh, old buddies up there. Northside, Warner Robins beat Luella, 34-3. Valdosta, 48. Westside out of Jacksonville, 6. Uh, Brunswick 21, Statesboro 0. We had Richmond Hill 28, Effingham County 6, Glen Academy 38, South Effingham 0. We had uh, Lakeside Evans 35-6 over Heritage Conyers and Hughes 68-7 over North Atlanta. Okay, back to the phone lines we go. On the line with his coach, uh, Mark Ferber, head coach of Stratford. Winners last night over Mountain Sales, 14-7. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. How are you all this morning? Good, Coach. Glad to have you on with us this morning. Uh, uh, you guys picked up a, a, a good inner city uh, win over uh, rival Make, uh, Mountain Sales. Yeah, we did. It was, uh, it was a good game for us. Big win for us. Big win. Coach, tell us a little bit about your team and, uh, you know, uh, a little bit about your guys on offense and, and, you know, what makes your defense tick and, uh, you know, uh, little, little particulars of your, your different classes and stuff. Right. Well, uh, our team is, uh, you know, we, we graduated 19 seniors last year, which is a extremely large number of seniors for us. So coming into the year, you know, we had a lot of question marks about, different guys and positions but uh you know start off really well we're four and oh and then we went down uh, last week and played calvary baptist and savannah really got beat bad 
didn't play well, didn't didn't really travel very well, and was not very happy with all that the way that week went. And uh, so this was a big week for us uh, trying to get it back uh, right the ship. And um, and I was really proud of our players because we started the game and they scored pretty quickly. And uh, we had a few things didn't really go our way. And uh, I thought our players fought back really hard and played well. But you know that's a little bit about our team. We're uh, you know we're not going to win the pregame uh, eye test for sure, but. Uh, you know, we got we got a bunch of guys that have played and have have a little experience, but they really this is their first real uh, go at it. Where you know it's been on them. Um, so we you know, we got ten seniors uh, that our uh, quarterback's a senior and got uh, two uh, a senior fullback, two junior wingbacks that are that played an awful lot last year. So offensively, that's been that's been the the good thing for us. We did have a lot of good experience coming back in our backfield. Um, defensively, you know, we had to replace basically our front six. Um, but those guys have really stepped up and, and uh, played well. So, you know, it's just sort of a team effort. It's not, uh, you know, we got a couple of standout guys. But for the most part, you know, it, it's, it's – uh, sort of an all-hands-on-deck team. Coach, how about the health of your team? How are y'all? Well, we've been really good up until uh, we lost lost the starting senior defensive lineman three weeks ago. So he missed two games, but he came back and played last night. Um, He's not 100%, but he, he... fought his way through it a little bit and then we lost a starting linebacker last week with an ACL and uh, replaced him with a freshman uh, but uh, it's a freshman that we really like and I think uh, he, he's going to be fine um, but you know overall we're, we're, we're relatively healthy Coach coming up next you got Strong Rock you'll be entertaining the guys from Locust Grove what can you tell us about them? Well, I haven't seen them on film yet. Um, I mean, we played them last year up there, and uh, we we beat them. But it was, uh, I mean, it was sort of a dogfight. We didn't, we didn't, uh, we made a few, gave them a few opportunities that they probably shouldn't have had. But uh, you know, I know they'll be, uh, they'll play well, and uh, they're well coached. And uh, but it's, you know, our region, last night was our first region game, so it's always good to win that first one. It uh, doesn't really put you in, I don't, doesn't put you in the driver's seat, but it sort of puts you up in the front seat. So that's kind of nice to operate from, from up there going into, you know, your, your second region game where you don't feel like you're behind the eighth ball right off the bat. But it'll be a good region, a very competitive region, First Presbyterian, Tattnall. Uh, Mountain Sales, uh, Deerfield, Strong Rock. So uh, it's it's a really good region. We're talking with Coach Mark Ferber, head coach of Stratford. Winners last over Mountain Sales, fourteen to seven. Coach, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Y'all have a great weekend, and good luck to you guys next week. All right, thank y'all very much for supporting and promoting high school football. Appreciate it. Thank you, Coach. We couldn't do it without y'all. Uh, coach Mark Ferber and Eddie, uh, he's got Strong next, uh, Strong Rock next week. But uh, then in, in uh, the next two games is Tattnall Square and FPD. That's that. Those 
two games are going to determine the region champions. You know, yeah, Tattnall and First Presbyterian, you know, they they played last night. That was a good, a good game, and you know, Deerfield's always strong up there. That is, it's going to be a good region, uh, and you really want to see how it turns out. Want to uh, remind you again about our podcast on Spotify or Anchor FM. Uh, you can make it real easy. Just go to XL Sports Network. Dot net. That's the letter X, the letter L, sportsnetwork.net. Uh, go on there, and you got uh, the Saturday morning quarterback page. Uh, you got some history about us, uh, you know, all kinds of good information on there. Uh, and uh, there will also be a live link, uh, I mean, uh, a link uh, straight to the podcast. Uh, real simple to use, real simple to get to. Again, if you open up, you'll look on the left side. you got a home about us, the river, our sponsors, uh, Saturday morning quarterback. And on the sponsors, let me say there's links to uh, the, the, those that have live links. we got them. Some of them may have a Facebook. There's a way to connect to those guys. There's the Saturday morning quarterback history, the Hawks or Red Devils. Contact us and listen live. And you'll look right below that on that page is a listen live and a listen to podcast. All you do is click on the, uh, the podcast one. It'll open up, and it will give you uh, what you want to see. Right there is the different podcast that's already listed in there uh, that you can look at and listen to. So uh, make sure you check it out and use it. I think you'll find it interesting for you guys that, that like to go back and you missed a little something, you can do it there. And we may at some point, we're looking at the idea of maybe pulling out segments of certain ones and, and, uh, and promoting them and having them live on the air during the week on replays. We'll take a break. You'll listen to the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show presented by our friends at Central Georgia Technical College. Back after these messages, stay tuned. Getting your degree is as easy as three, two, one, go. Enroll at Central Georgia Technical College. It could come at little or no cost to you. Visit www.centralgatech.edu backslash three, two, one, go for details. Lawrenceville Steakhouse Restaurant has a variety of house specials available anytime, Monday through Saturday. Dine in or carry out. Choose from the eight-ounce grilled chicken breast, Italian chicken parmesan, southwestern grilled chicken, grilled pork chops, country fried steak for the absolute best fried chicken in Georgia. To carry out one of these delicious house specials, call the Hawkinsville Steakhouse Restaurant at 478-892-3383. For all your tax needs and IRS e-file in Middle Georgia, it's Lester's Income Tax Service at 99 Commerce Street, Hawkinsville. Call 478-783-1650. Best of luck, Red Devils. Headed hunting or fishing, the place to go is Neighbors Express. No matter your needs, cold drinks, ice, or snacks, you can stock up and get back on your way. How about some breakfast biscuits with choice of bacon, sausage, ham, egg with cheese, or maybe a country breakfast made to order? Don't forget Great Hunt Brothers Pizza by the slice or the pie. They also carry a big supply of deer corn for the hunter. That's Neighbors Express with locations in Hawkinsville, Dublin, Millen, Sylvania, and Statesboro. I walk the mean streets of Atlanta in a police uniform. That gives me an important perspective most lawyers can't give you. If you find yourself in a tough situation leading to an arrest, remember, your best bet for a good defense is to remain completely respectful but quiet. I can't stress that enough, and call me as soon as you possibly can. I'm David Venable. Call me. The Big City Lawyer with Small Town Child. David Venable, Attorney at Law, Broad Street, Hawkinsville. Call 478-783-2825.
Welcome back into the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday morning quarterback show as we continue back to the phone lines. Coach Rick Hurst of uh, Pepperell on the line with us. They defeated Gordon Central last night, uh, 39 to 14. Good morning, Coach. Glad to have you back again this morning. Hey, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on. Anytime, Coach. Uh, last night, a, a good win over Gordon Central. Uh, tell us a little bit about it, Coach. Well, we we started out a little slow, um, but uh, I think we scored in all phases of the game. Yeah, we had a uh, we had an offensive touchdown, had an interception for a touchdown, and uh, we had a block punt for a safety and a return punt for a touchdown. So, uh, anytime you score in all three phases, you know you. More than likely, okay. Coach, you still there? Coach, yeah. okay. Still uh, you're a little choppy. Uh, just uh, tell us a little bit about your offense. You know, uh, you know, you, you talked about you you scored in all phases of the game. Tell us a little bit about how, how your offense did, and 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 uh, you know who's who are the guys that make it run. Well, we had a, uh, I think uh, our running back, Demarcus Ragland, had a, uh, a couple of touchdown runs. And then um, our quarterback, uh, Matthew Waddell, rushed for a touchdown and also threw, threw a touchdown to uh, to um, Alex Rhodes. I think that was our last touchdown. And, of course, Coach, you only give up 14 points, so your defense was efficient. Um uh, tell us, tell us about your breakdown of your linebackers and 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 because uh, you know they're I guess they're your quarterbacks on the field, especially on defense. Those are usually the guys that you go to to run everything. Right. Yeah. We uh we got a couple of senior linebackers. Kobe uh, Davis um, our, is one of our team captains. He's been a he's been a starter for three years, um, so he's a big part of our a big part of our program. And then. Uh, uh, we also have Devin Frost, who's coming off two major knee surgeries over the last two years uh, to be able to contribute. So uh, they played well. Um, I think they, they uh, there's still some things they got to work on, um, but uh, I think overall they uh, they played pretty well in, in helping us uh, stop the run last night. Coach, we're getting to the point in the season uh, that uh, everybody will will be experiencing some uh, bumps and bruises. How's the health of your team? Well, you know, yeah, it's uh, you know, anytime you play this game and play at, the, at a physical level, and uh, you, you're going to be beat up a little bit. We're we're actually uh, in pretty good shape. Um, we we haven't sustained many many injuries, um, you know, that are season ending. We haven't had one of those, or we haven't had guys that have been out. Uh, that a sophomore lineman that was uh, out for four or five weeks uh, with a with a uh, uh, a knee injury. But other than that. Uh, you know, we 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 tried to stay pretty healthy, so uh, that's been a good thing because that's uh, that decimated our team last year, and, and uh, you know we <laughs> we couldn't sustain it again. So we've been we've been pretty fortunate to 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 maintain our health. Coach, coming up next, y'all will host model. What can you tell us? Well, it's a huge rival. You know, it's uh, probably one of the oldest rivals in the county, and uh, uh, you know they're they're kind of in the same spot we are. Both of us. You know, struggling a little bit, and uh, um, you know it's, it's going to be a huge game. Uh, the winner's going to have an inside track to to uh, playoffs, and um, the loser is going to be uh, hoping for help. So, uh, you know, fortunately we've got a we got a week off, and uh, we can rest up and, and get better ourselves. And 
and start to work on them a little bit. But uh, you know, it's uh, it's going to be a big game. Uh, fortunately, we got them at home, and and uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Coach Honeycutt, you know, worked for me for three years. Uh, his dad is a icon here in Floyd County, and uh, you know, he would he would like nothing better to come home and and uh, win one. So uh, we'll do everything we can to try to keep that. Uh, try to keep that from happening but I know they'll be a well coached football team they always play really well defensively Jeff does a great job with our with his defenses and always has you know we just gotta we gotta make plays when when opportunity arises and and we gotta do a better job of stopping the run on defense we that's been our kind of our Achilles heel all year and um you know that's what they're, they're that's what they're good at and, and uh, so that'll be a good matchup we're talking with Coach Rick Hurst, head coach of Pepper Winners, last night for Gordon Central, uh, 39-14. Next week, we'll be hosting a model. Coach, as always, it's a pleasure to have you on. Have a great weekend. Y'all stay safe, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, guys. I appreciate you having me. Thank Anytime, you. Anytime, Coach. Coach uh, uh, Hurst, uh, head coach of the uh, Pepper Dragons. Uh, next week, they'll be uh, hosting a uh, uh, model. Eddie, uh, coming up in a little while, you and John will be directing down the college scene. Uh, some pretty good games this week. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I put together the list. Uh, I, I put the, kind of look at what's coming up and look at that, and then about midweek I start looking at, you know, who's favored by, by what and all that. And, you know, we got Penn State, Iowa. Of course, I had to put Georgia, Auburn, because if I hadn't, you would have said I was ducking it. Um <laughs> You know, Oklahoma, Texas, That's you look at it, Oklahoma 6, Texas 21, three-point game right as it stands right now. So, you know, we'll be doing that. Um, and I try to go across a lot of, you know, a lot of different conferences and things like that. And, of course, we'll, we'll ask them about Slippery Rock. They're playing Edinburgh University today, the Fighting Scots, and uh, see where it goes. Back to the final line we go on the line with us now, Coach Jeremy Wiggins, head coach of Northeast, winners over Southwest last night, 48-6. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. How y'all doing? Good, Coach. Glad to have you with us. Uh, uh, first time I'm with us. Wanna, what we do, first time coaches, we uh, we have to haze you a little bit. No, just kidding. We, we What we like to do, Coach, is get, get a little bit of background about um, information about uh, who Jeremy Wiggins is, where you came from, what brought you to uh, – to, uh, to coaching at Northeast and Macon, and then a little bit about you, uh, your, uh, you and your staff. Okay. Well, um, I graduated from Northeast in 2003 uh, and uh, played for uh, Coach Carol Wright, uh, if y'all know him. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, then I went to Out State, State uh, played for um, Jared Moore then. Once I got done playing, you know, we had won two national championships, uh, had a good career, All-American. And uh, and then a couple of years after that, I started, I came back and started coaching with Coach Wright volunteering. And then, you know, I started coaching at the middle school, and then I worked for the middle school. Then I came over to Northeast and started coaching with uh, Coach uh, Miller, who took over after Coach Wright. So after I did that, uh, I spent like four years with Coach Mullen. Then my fifth year, I went to Warner Robins with Coach Chastain for one year. Uh, we made it to the state championship and lost to uh, Rome that year. And then I came back to Northeast as the head coach. So I was like a D. I was an office coordinator before I left. And then 
came back as a head coach um, after that one year with Warner Robins. Coach, you uh, you come back home and you, you, uh, you finally get the chance to be the head coach. Tell us a little bit about your staff. Um, well, I got the staff. They pretty much been there. We were just, matter of fact, we were just talking about yesterday how long everybody had been there, and uh, everybody's been there almost over like eight or ten years. So uh, our uh, offense coordinator, Coach Redman, he coaches. He teaches at the middle school. And uh, he's been there for a long time on the uh, Apple and the northeast side, on the east side for a long time. Uh, coach Darrell Silas, uh, he's our D-line coach. He's been there for like 12 years. Uh, coach Mays has been there for over, you know, 15 years. Um, and and a couple of other coaches. We got a couple of new coaches that have been there for over like four or five years. So, our defense coordinator is from uh, Griffin. He used to be the head coach at Griffin and Woodland, uh, and he made his way down here. So, Coach, did you say Daryl Silas? Yes, sir. Daryl Silas said it was at Dooley and at Hawkinsville. Uh huh. Oh yeah, I know Silas. We're, we're based out of Hawkinsville. As a matter of fact, I've been uh, uh, um, announcing the Hawkinsville uh, broadcast for. Uh, almost 30 years here, so know Coach uh, Silas very, very well. Okay, yeah, yeah. Coach Silas, he, he, he always tells us about, you know, how he got started coaching and, you know, tells tell us about Hawkinsville all the time. Well, make sure you tell him we said hey. I will. I will. Coach, uh, last night uh, y'all uh, uh, played Southwest and came up with a, uh, uh, a win over them last night, 48-6. Tell us a little bit about the game, Coach. Well, um, we went into the game, you know, just trying to get better. And, uh, you know, we had that comeback win against Washington County. Uh, we was down 23-6 with like six minutes, five minutes left in the game. We had to come back and win that game. And uh, and we knew uh, Southwest was going to get up and play for us. So we just wanted to come out, and, you know, and, and, uh, and get better because we got a, another big game Friday, this Friday coming up against Blakely County. Uh, but from the game, we had 413 yards rushing. So uh, that was a good good night for the O-line and the running back. Uh, we really didn't have to thought about that much. So, um, so both running backs, Khalid Evans, he had 16 carries for 181. And then Tyler Terry had 16 carries for 176. So uh, that was a good night for both of them. Absolutely, it was, it was extremely good night for the guys, which means your offensive line must be doing a pretty good job as well. Yes, sir. Coach, uh, you, you mentioned Blakely County, Coach Von Laster and the crew over there. I mean, they just seem to be getting better every week, and they're playing at a high level. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we, we knew they had lost some key players last year. and You know, every year everybody loses some key players, but, you know, they're doing a good job of just uh, – Getting better each week, and uh, Coach Vaughn does a great job down there. And you know our games, our our games are always great games. You know when we play, so I know it's going to be another good game Friday night. And uh, you know I can't wait to get to it. 
Coach Jeremy Wiggins, head coach of Northeast, on with us for the very first time. They defeated Southwest last night, 48-6, next week at Blakely County. Coach, it's a pleasure having you on with us. Have a great weekend. We look forward to getting you on again. All right. Thank you all. Anytime, Coach. Yeah, Bruce, I was looking at the schedule for them. They got Blakely next week, Dodge the week after that. Wow. Jasper and Lamar County. So that their road doesn't get easier. It gets uh, a lot worse. Yeah, for especially the next two weeks. Want to remind you, start your tradition this weekend at the uh, uh, Steakhouse in Hawkinsville. Bring mom and, and the grandparents and everybody on out. It'll be like Thanksgiving every single Sunday at the Steakhouse. Great food, uh, a great variety of meats and vegetables, a salad bar, and then, of course, great desserts. Thursday night, buddy, the buffet. Yep, set up by the lineup and size. That's way back. We'll take a break. You'll listen to the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show presented by our friends at Central Georgia Technical College back on the XL Sports Network after this. It's a South Cobb 17, Kennesaw Mountain 15. Um... Uh, we had uh, Pope over Wheeler, 35 to seven. Cambridge, 28. Sequoia, zero. We had uh, Creek, Creekview, 38. River Ridge, 17. Amuchi, 35. Best Academy, 14. We had uh, Dakula, 35. Habersham Central, 17. Ware over Coffee Bruce. That one kind of surprised me a little bit. 35 to three over Coffee. Yeah, coffee got behind early and just couldn't get caught uh, up. They couldn't get anything started. <laughs> Period. Uh, Them Gators were waiting. Well, Ware County's always had a, a physical team, and it shows on defense. And uh, we're, we've got both of those guys scheduled a little bit later. Yeah. Um, Veterans 24, Wayne County 7. Northside out of Columbus and Griffin played last night. Griffin got the better of that one, 34 to nothing. Harris County 42, Northgate 16. Whitewater, 55, McIntosh, 7. Uh, Monday Mill, 13, Drew, 7. That was a defensive battle right there. Um, Jonesboro, 56, Forest Park, 6. And Bruce, uh, um, Dutchtown, Stockbridge. Dutchtown uh, come out on that one, 7 to 6. Um, and then Eagles Landing, Union Grove, Union Grove got the better of Eagles Landing, sixteen to thirteen. Any uh, Georgia Southern made their change uh, last week. Uh, Coach Whitley, that was up at Stockbridge, came out with his first win. Come out with a, a, a big win, and of course today we'll see what you know what happens with them. Uh, but I, I mentioned him because he was at Stockbridge, and what a record he had at Stockbridge! I think it was like ninety-nine and twenty-two or something like that in his years at Stockbridge. He had them playing at an extremely high level. Well, you know, a lot of times when a team gets down, it pressure builds. Oh, sure. And they weren't under any pressure last week. They played free, uh, and had a good uh, show up. We're going to take another break. Uh, you listen to the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show presented by our friends up at Central Georgia Technical College. We'll take a break. You listen to the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show right here on the XL Sports Network. We're going to pause 10 seconds for our stations to identify themselves. You listen to the Saturday Morning Quarterback Show here on the XL Sports Network. Welcome back in. We go back to the phone line. On the line with us now, Coach uh, Biff Parson of Rock Mart. 
Winners over Lakeview Oglethorpe last night, 56 to nothing. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, guys. How you how you doing? Doing great, Coach. Uh, last night, y'all took on Lakeview Oglethorpe. Uh, tell us a bit about your game, Coach. Well, we, uh, you know, made that, that trip, about an hour and 45-minute trip up to uh, LFO. What a what a beautiful facility they got. Uh, Coach Bo Campbell does a great job with, with their team. Um, you know, our kids got off the bus and played fast early, and, uh, you know, defense created about three or four turnovers. We had some special team scores. I mean, it was really a, a, a – one of those games you walk away and you feel like you won all three phases of the game. So we're super uh, proud of our kids and excited for a region win. Coach, uh, tell us a bit about your offense. Obviously, you said all, all three phases. Uh, offense had to be doing their part as well. Yeah, we had, uh, you know, last night we had a total of eight guys score on wow. the football team. Uh, we've had a, we had an interception return. We had a punt return. And then we had about four or five different backs receiver score uh, so you know we got a lot of talent on the team and uh offensive line obviously blocked really really well uh, you know we had we only had 15, uh, 13 plays of total offense in the uh first half and the score was 42 nothing so that tells you kind of how our defense and special teams were playing early in the game i think we ended up with about 32 total plays of offense for the whole game uh, so, obviously, we had some big plays. Uh, kids ran hard. We were able to play a lot of young kids as well. So, uh, uh, they prepared well this past week. And, uh, you know, we, we the mindset was we, I don't think our, our team has ever got on the bus for that long for for a while. So, we want to make sure we could, you know, mentally prepare them about that trip. And we didn't want to be sluggish and, and, and give them any hope whatsoever because that's a team searching for our, their identity still being 0-5. And anytime you face a team like that, they could be dangerous because, uh, like I said, their coaching staff does a good job. Coach, and, of course, you, your team's pitched a shutout. Tell us about uh, your defense and, and the guys that make it click. Yeah, you know, we, we, we challenged our kids this week. We were going to play a lot of man defense. Uh, we were going to, you know, kind of create a lot of havoc and, uh, you know, bring in – you know, five, six guys at a time, and our D-line got a good push. Our outside linebacker got to the quarterback, and our DBs did a good job of uh, knocking balls down when it came their way. Uh, you know, we had two interceptions. We had a couple fumbles that we uh, we created as well. So they just – I mean, the energy was unbelievable. Um, you know, kids just didn't – it wouldn't matter to score – you know, obviously, and I told our coaches this: it's easy to, to to praise when when we're when we're up and doing good. We don't want to be known as front runners. We want to be known that we play our brand of football for four quarters, regardless of the score. Coach, coming up next, y'all got uh, Murray County. What can you tell us about them? You know, I really don't know. We hadn't. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get into game uh, study on on Sunday as we meet. Uh, I know Chad Brewer really well. He's super super. Uh, human and, and he's gonna have his guys. They always play hard. Last year they played us really hard. Uh, you know, and it's, it, our our motto that we kind of preach to our kids is, is you know, can we can we defeat Rockmart? You know, because because can we win our game? Can we play our brand of football? Uh, and you know, let the let the school board speak for itself. You know, anytime we we focus too much on an opponent, as far as 
uh, kind of what the media perceives to put out there, anything like that. You know, our kids, you know, they get too much caught into it. We just want to focus on us. Can we be as good as we possibly can on Monday at practice and uh, through Thursday and trying to get them prepared for, you know, another long trip up to Murray County? I don't know, that, I don't know if Rob Marks ever went to Murray County and played. Uh, so that would be fun. I know that's got a cool little stadium up there and a lot of history. So we're excited about that opportunity. Coach, uh, looking at y'all's region, uh, of course, you guys, uh, Ringgold, uh, Daresville, and Lafayette, uh, and then you throw in Sonoraville and, and North Murray. And uh, that's going to be a, a tough uh, road down the, uh, uh, to the finish, isn't it? Yeah, we, we feel like we've got some uh, – I'm sorry, all that noise. I'm out here coaching some wreck football. Right no, now. no, never. <laughs> listen, never apologize for that. You know, we want you guys doing what you do every day. And if you're coaching at the ball game, or if you're at cheerleading competition, cutting grass, or heck, if you're like uh, some of the coaches on the beach or at the golf course, we don't care. Just continue doing <laughs> well, what you do. I wish I was at the golf course. That'd be cool. <laughs> well, uh, but no, you know, we we feel like our last these this last stretch of our region games with uh, Adairsville, Murray County. Um, Lafayette and Ringo, it's going to be a gauntlet for us, you know, as we prepare to try to, you know, go for our fifth region title in a row and, and, and you know, trying to earn that one number one spot in the, in the playoffs for seeding. So, you know, it's, uh, we've talked about it as a, as a team and our program where we're at, and uh, we're excited for this opportunity to, to, to play some competition to, to prepare us for, you know, for our playoff push. And so uh, that's kind of why we scheduled it the teams we schedule with Carrollton and Rome early in the season to, to you know, get us get us prepared for these type teams that we'll face in, in our region. We're talking with Coach uh, Biff Parsons of Rockmart, defeated Lakeview Oglethorpe 56-0 next up, Murray County. Coach, next time we uh, call you, maybe we'll set you up where you can go play golf with Coach Hockman down at Savannah. <laughs> Oh man, golly, that guy's got it made. Well, last year he teed off and he said, and he, he grunted and he said, I'm sorry, he said, I'm teeing off. And we called him about three weeks ago, and he and his staff were meeting out on the beach. They had iPads uh, going through their video from the night before. I said, Coach, it's, hard. it's tough work, I guess, but somebody's got to do it, and he's enjoying Ain't no it. Doubt. Coach, have a great weekend. No. Hey, thank you guys for everything you do. All right, Coach, have, have a good time. See you later. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. <laughs> uh, you know, we want the guys at the rec game. We want them to cut in the grass, on the boat, whatever, uh, because that's real life. That's what they're doing. That's the reason, Eddie, we do what we do. We call them right before it's time to go on the air, uh, to inconvenience them as much as possible, and we, we, we hold the interview to normally six to seven minutes because uh, you can get, you know, the information there, and that's the reason we're able to get, you know, so many guys in. Yeah, just like like you said, we want it to be as convenient as possible because we know really Saturday is their only day. Absolutely, yeah. Saturday is the only day for a, a coach or a teacher to, to be able to get anything done. Back phone line we go. Uh, we'll talk with Villarica head coach Tim Barron. They defeated North Springs last night, forty-nine nothing. Of course, Coach Barron, we have talked to you on many occasions over the years. Yes, sir. We have. It's just a little different this year, ain't it? <laughs> Uh, Coach, uh, uh, glad to have you on with us this morning. Uh, uh, start off with a little bit about how things are going for you guys and, and, and the transition. 
you know, I mean, any anytime you come into a program that, that struggled, that you know, there's going to be that transition, and, and it's really been all more about changing culture and work ethic and habits and those things over what we do X's and O's and those kind of things, what we're doing offensively or defensively, and and, and it's been a process. It's uh, we're still not where we need to be. We're still, uh, you know, we're going to be a work in progress over the next year. And, but uh, I've been super excited about how the kids are, are, are developing and growing and de- uh, those things. You know, we started off 0-2, and, and then uh, now here we are. You know, the next four weeks we've, we've, we've won the, the last four ball games. So you can start seeing the kids starting to believe in what we're doing and what we're asking of them, and, and uh, that's a good thing. It's been fun to watch them grow and develop. Coach, uh, last night y'all pitched a shutout over North Springs, uh, 49-0. What can you tell us about it? You know, North Springs, you know, a young football team, you know, just to be honest. And, you know, we all, if you coach long enough, you're going to have those years. And uh, that staff over there is working hard to try to get those guys going. Um, but, you know, we we did what we needed to do. I, I felt like last week we, we we didn't play as well. And I thought we were a good bit better than the team that we, the opponent we played last week. And I didn't think we were ready to play. I didn't think we had a good week of preparation. I don't think, you know, practice and our mindset was in the right place. And, it showed up, so we were in a dogfight last week. But uh, last night, I think our kids learned from the previous week that, that you got to do it Monday through Thursday. You can't just show up and expect to play well. And you know, um, so our kids came out and they, you know, we we played about a half of football with our with our varsity guys, and then we got to roll in a lot of kids. And uh, it was good to see young kids get to play. But it was really good for me to see that the older kids came out and executed it, no matter who we were playing against and, and those things. And just worry about us and, and worry about getting better every every play, every snap, and those things. Coach, how about your numbers and, and your depth? Uh, uh, how many kids you dress out and, and kind of a breakdown of your different classes? Well, right now we're about 65, 10 through 12. And then we've got about 35 kids in our night school program. But last night we actually dressed out uh, – you know, we brought up about eight freshmen and let them dress with us last night, and I thought that was good for them. But we're right at 100, 9 through 12 right now. Um, so I, I can tell you that's been a difference for me. That's been a challenge coming from a double-A program, just just the numbers game, you know, and trying to manage that many kids and those things. And that's been an adjustment that I've had to get used to. You know, you're 19 years, you're at a small school, and you bump up to, you know, a, a 5A school. There's more kids, more numbers, and, uh, obviously, that means a lot of times you, you got more talent, but you also got more headaches sometimes. And you know, you just multiply everything, and, and that's what you end up with. And of course, I think, coach, in my opinion, the more numbers you get in kids, uh, there's a, a better chance that you may miss someone because some kid may not come out because there's too many kids playing, or uh, but limited number of coaches you can't really uh, evaluate as as closely as you'd like to. Uh, but you're at the number that you're, I guess you feel comfortable with. Can you hear me? Yes, sir, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah, I was talking about... I, I lost you for a second. Yeah, it, it, sometimes with the, the cells, that's what, what happens. I was talking about the the, the, uh, the uh, uh, number of kids you got and, and that uh, you you're, you seem like you're maybe at the point where your staff, size of your staff may be able to cover those. But sometimes when you get uh, a larger number and you got a smaller staff, sometimes some kids will kind of slip through the crack. 
Yes, I mean, absolutely. And, and you know, with us being a new staff and coming in and not knowing, uh, you know, a whole lot about the kids prior to, to getting there, that can happen, you know, super easily. Um, so you got to guard against that. And, you know, not even kids that are, you know, on the team. But, you know, there's kids in that building that, that we, you know, when football season's over, we're going to hit the halls and try to identify those kids that can help our program and, and try to grow even more. Um, so, yes, absolutely. In a larger system, a good player, you know, or a kid that could, could be good one day, you know, you don't quite see a chick because you ain't spending time with them. And then uh, they can slip through the cracks, and and you got to guard against that. You know, I mean that's something that we talk about as a staff is is uh, identifying those kids and, and let's develop them, build a relationship with them. So even though maybe they're not playing right now, but you can recognize and see that two years from now they have a shot to be a really good football player for you. We're talking with Coach Tim Barron, head coach of Villarica. Last night they defeated North Springs forty-nine nothing. Next up, Coach Lithia Springs. You you know anything about those guys? Uh, yes, sir. Um, you know, they're, they're right down the road from us, not too far. But right now, you know, kind of leading our region is us, Lithia Springs, and uh, New Man. And so you know, the next two weeks for us, we go Lithia next week, then bye week, then we go to New Man. So, uh, you know, we talked about it as a team last night. With You know, the, the next week's got to be a very, very important week for us. And, and preparation's got to be dialed in. Everybody's got to be locked in in the preparation. And because, you know, nothing against North Spring. Like I said, they were a very, very young football team, but we're about to run into a very, very talented Lithia Springs team on Friday night. Well, Coach, we appreciate you having you on this, this weekend. Look forward to getting you on again very soon. Uh, stay safe. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me. Y'all have a great weekend. You too, Coach. Coach Tim Barron, of course, uh, he was at Herd for several years, state championship and all down there, and uh, has made that transition. And Andy, looking at his numbers, they're putting up a lot of points and playing uh, outstanding defense. In the region, two games, they've uh, outscored their opponents 73-20 to overall for the season with 4-2 record, 183-98. to So they're scoring a ton he's, of points. He's making a, he's making a difference in that program. Absolutely. Bruce, I know we're supposed to do scores next, but have, what's your thoughts, latest thoughts on uh, reclassification? Uh, GHSA has done, a, in my opinion, a, a big overreach with, uh, with, with the private schools, uh, not putting a ceiling on how, how far they bump these guys is ridiculous. Putting GAC in, in, in 6A is, 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 is as stupid a thing as I've ever seen or heard, they're not going to be able to keep compete at that level. They're not winning a ton of championships at AAA level. You put them up there, you just absolutely killed that program. Yeah, and and, and, and that's that. I, I think that's a mistake. Well, on the flip side of that, Lee County coming down projections as far as four, uh, uh, two classifications. The question is, will they play down or they stay up? Well, you know, every team has the the. Ability to um, partition to, you know, play up or down or whatever they feel they need to do. But, I mean, things like that, just that, that I, don't, I don't agree with it. I mean, you know, Lee County is a very good uh, uh, football, has a very fo- good football team. And, you know, all the other sports, I think, are going to suffer because of it. 
Oh, oh, I agree with you. They're going to suffer, and, and like I said, it is, it's, in my opinion, it's a big overreach. They, they, what they're doing is wrong. Uh, they're, they're going to put some teams in some bad situations. You know, it's, it's, all this is because the, the other big money schools in, in five A and six A have raised some cane and uh, not seven A because seven A ain't going to get helped. They're not, out they're either not going to be affected. They, they're going to stay where they are and come down, or, or going to get and, someone and come you know, up. I've heard, I've heard projections. Projections of uh, like Blakely going up, yeah. You know, I mean, it's all over the board, and I don't know. I, I just I thought they had it close, but it seems like now they're gonna go extremely one way. And and they are, and, and you know, we talked about that in the Hogsville Dispatching News, uh, rambling with Bruce. You'll see it next week. Uh, projected schools moving up into seven A Carrollton, uh, Marietta, uh, Valdosta. St. Pius and Woodward Academy in the 6A, Buford, uh, Cartersville, Dalton, Gainesville, Rome, uh, Blessed Trinity, Greater Atlanta Christian, yeah. and Marist. Come on, guys. It just don't make a lot of sense. No, it doesn't. We're going to take a break. You'll listen to the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show. We'll be back after these messages. Stay tuned. Back to the phone line we go on the line with us. I believe that's Coach Spoon Rasper. Good morning, Coach. Hey, guys. How you guys doing? Good, good. Uh, Coach, uh, it was your day to bring lunch. What did you bring us? <laughs> Steakhouse. 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 <laughs> All right. Hey, bring me. I want two of the catfish when you come. There you go. I got you. No problem. <laughs> Coach, great to talk to you again. You know, I, I miss the meals and talking with you guys up there. I do, too. I, I miss those. Just like the fellowship and just talking football and you know the the good life. I, I tell what you I what, call it. maybe maybe we can work it out at the at the end of the season that um, maybe we uh, uh, meet and uh, have some lunch on a Saturday afternoon after the show's over. Please do. Let's let's do that. Okay. Let me let me get to work on that and see if we can come up with something to do that. Uh, we may be able to t- take the show on the road up there and maybe do it from there. That, that would be really Absolute, neat. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can count me in all day on that one, buddy. <laughs> hey, you, you and Joel Ingram both. Joel's going to come for the fried chicken. Hey, hey listen. Joel, we... Believe it or not, we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. We were like, hey, man, we got we to gotta get to the steakhouse. Let's go eat. Well, well, let me get let me get to work on that and see what we can do uh, and get a few of us together and sit down and eat and have a have a, an afternoon to have some conversation. Uh, Absolutely, Coach. Uh, last night you guys took on Howard, uh, uh, a good hard fought game. Y'all come out on top, nineteen to seven. Yeah, um, we we knew that. Regard regardless of the record of any either one of us, like that game, it's a rivalry game and it's going to be tough, like. Usually it's not going to be a blowout either way. Um, we, we got them pretty good last year, though. But uh, this year, you know, they fought. You know, they wanted revenge from last year, and and our kids didn't want to let them have it. So, you know, it was a good hard-fought game. Came down to the end, to the wire. They had an opportunity to pretty much win the game. About three minutes left, and they were on maybe our 25-yard line going in to score, and, and we called the turnover, and, and uh, we threw a deep ball. Uh, the next series and uh, hurt them and end up winning 
Coach, tell us a, bit, a little bit about your team this year and the makeup of it and how, how your uh, offense and defense are, are breaking out. Well, we're very young, y'all. Like, I only have eight seniors. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it's probably the lowest amount of seniors. And, you know, I've been in, I've been a part of every Westside football team. I've been there 24 years. And uh, eight seniors, it, it's kind of hard to, to win a lot of games with eight seniors. But our, our young kids fought. Um, our, our backfield, uh, we don't even have a junior in the backfield. We have three running backs, uh, one freshman, uh, two sophomores. Um, my, my quarterback uh, that's starting now, he's a sophomore because my senior quarterback hurt his knee. So it's, it's very tough to, to win with a whole bunch of 15-year-olds trying to beat, you know, some 18-year-old kids. It is extremely tough to do so, Coach. And Coach, uh, let's kind of shift gears just a little bit. Uh, we were talking there to break about uh, reclassification. All uh, are y'all expecting any kind of changes for y'all? Yeah, we're probably. You know, we're really we're really three A playing four A ball. We I, I opted to play up so that we can play other making schools uh, for revenue. Um, so we're probably be back in 3a next year and depending on the region uh, uh, you know we'll, we'll decide whether we play up again and of course right now you're in in a region with with Baldwin and and, and that's a, a tough game every week and I'm gonna tell you what and you, Perry and Perry and Spalding's playing playing really well and then you yeah, got West and Lawrence. West Lawrence right right so it's a tough region and any region pretty much in middle Georgia is tough. Like, no matter what classification, if you're playing middle Georgia football, uh, it's tough. Well, yeah, look over there where, where, where Peach and Crisp and that much is at over there. Wow. Yeah, Peach, Crisp, Mayor Persons, <laughs> Upton Lee. Wow. You know, that, that's that's yeah, a that's tough. And that was a big win for Crisp last night beating Peach. It was. It was. That was a big win for him. It kind of shocked me. Uh, but but Chris have you know the last few years they've they've been up so they've got a good program again. Absolutely, they're playing at a high level. Coach, uh, coming up next week, Rutland. What can you tell us? Um, we just got to stay focused on getting better with us, and once again, you know, it's another making school, so they'll play us out of their minds. Um, last year, they we were uh, when we played them, we were. Uh, we had to play three games in nine days, and one and playing Rutland last year fell under one of those days, and it was just brutal for our kids. Like three games, three football games in nine days. Oh, that's mm. tough. So we couldn't play in pads. I mean, practice in pads, and and you know we we struggled with Rutland last year because we were so beat up. And actually, I think they took lead on us, and and um they had a little whiskey spirit, but we put it off at the end. So. We're just going to go back to work this week at practice and focus on us and what we do and try to get better at what we do, uh, limit mistakes. Because high school football is, if you want to be honest, it's three things. Those teams that are, that are senior-oriented make the least amount of mistakes and are, that are disciplined and have those, those athletes. That's who's going to win the game in high school football 99% of the time. 
Absolutely, Coach. We're talking with Coach Spoon Rusper, uh, head coach at Westside of Macon. They defeated Howard last night, 19-7. to Next week, uh, we'll be taking on Rutland. Coach, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. I will stay in touch with you, and I will get to work on uh, trying to put something together uh, a little bit down the road uh, before the season's over. I am so looking forward to that, my friend. All right, Coach. Thank you. All right, Bruce. I'll take care. You too. Have a great weekend. Coach Spoon Rusper, uh, you know, Andy, willing to make that trip uh, on many cases. You know, one of the best times we had was the, the wrap-up of the uh, season, I guess, about five or six years ago. Yeah, we brought a bunch of coaches Ryan in. Ryan Wade came in, and, and I, I think Chad and Joel, and, you know, you know, we had all those guys in there. Will Coach was there. Harbor. Yeah, Coach Harbor was in there. We that, Now, that was a blast. We were in oh, the yeah. garden room, and there was about, uh, I guess, 15 or, or 16 of us in there, and that was absolutely fun we did that wrap up for like three years in a row and that was fun yes it was and we've been really I, I missed you know i miss a lot of things thursday nights you know out there were really fun because you you got to see the coaches that you know uh and of course we realized that it just didn't make sense in some in some senses because you know they had they had the coaches just before a friday night ball game did not really want to to be in there they right. they gracefully did it but they didn't really need to be. When we moved it from 6 to 8 to 7 to 9 because of softball, that, that hurt. Yeah. Back to the phone lines. We're going to line with us now. Coach Leroy Riles, head coach of uh, Cedar Shoals. They defeated uh, Jefferson last night, 34 to, to uh, 9. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. How you doing? Good, good, Coach. A good win for you guys last night. Tell us a little bit about well, it. Well, oh, let's get some clarification now. We didn't win it. It was the opposite. They beat us 34-9. Okay, it was reported wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I wish it had been reported that way. <laughs> Coach, it won't be the it won't be the last mistake I make today, I promise you. Oh, I guarantee you I made twenty nine of them already this morning. <laughs> mine um, was, mine was yeah. picking the wrong breakfast this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Coach, tell us a little bit about your game last night and then, then we wanna kinda of look at your, your team itself a little bit. Yeah, I played a uh, tough uh, Jefferson team, um I mean, they're, they're well coached and they play hard and they're physically uh, able to do a lot of things to you. Um, they they were down a little bit. I know Malachi Starks didn't play and uh, then Sammy Brown got hurt, so they helped us a little bit. But you know, our, our kids play hard. We just uh, we're not at at a stage yet. Um, you know, our biggest thing is we're we're behind about twenty days because we've been on quarantine twice, ten days wow. quarantine twice. Yeah, so we we're still trying to get caught up on how to play the game and. Um, what we need to be doing and this, that, and the other. And um, if that happens, then we'll, we'll be fine because we all play hard. Coach, uh, tell us a little bit about your, your, your offense and who makes it run. Well, offensively, we're led by quarterback uh, Mandrell Glenn. Uh, he's a junior. Uh, and in the backfield, we've got a returning um, uh, all-region player running back, uh, Jadavian Colbert. Um we're kind of young in other areas. Uh, at wide receiver, Caden uh, Barnes has been playing well for us, and uh, Devin Hester has been playing well for us. But uh, pretty pretty young up front. We only got one senior, rest of them are sophomores and juniors. So we just got to get those guys a little season, uh, better, uh, a little more, and uh, so they can uh, play a little better. And the only way you do it is to play. Uh, defensively, uh, we got some guys back there that are a season, uh, Juan Silas. Tyson Sailors, a couple of linebackers that are playing well. Uh, Kyrus Brown, defensive end, 
Browner, excuse me. He's a defensive end that's playing pretty decent for us. And uh, Toby Bowden in the, in, the, in the secondary is playing well. So we've got some guys that are doing well. I think the key to our season that we've been able to have some success is our punt team, our, our punter, Michael Herman Tano, has been doing a great job of flipping the field for us. So uh, hopefully we can build off those things and um, try to get some more wins this year. Coach, with the, with the game last night uh, behind you, now you turn your sights to Flowery Branch. What can you tell us about them? Uh, you know, Coach Hall just got the phone with them. Uh, they did a great job up that way. Um, they're well coached and um, got a really good quarterback. Uh, um, kid was all region last year as a quarterback. Uh, they're very multiple on offense, give you a, a lot of different looks and give you fits, to be honest with you. And they're much improved on defense. So we have to travel to Flower Branch and play at their place, uh, road environment. So uh, it's going to have to be a test of our, our maturity, for sure, if we can handle that and get on a bus and go up there and, and, um, and create an atmosphere that we can be successful in. Coach, uh, finally, uh, reclassification coming up. Y'all up in a, a, a big area with, a lot, with quite a few schools around you. Uh, will reclassification affect you guys at all? I don't think so. Uh, one, we're a county school, and we have zero uh, out-of-area um, students, so that won't affect us. Um, we'll be about 1,300 to 1,400 students, so I – kind of project will still be in class 4a but you never know man you just never know what's <laughs> going to happen with this thing so when it comes out we'll deal with it then and as to say cross that bridge when we get to it of course coach i've i've, I've kind of uh looked at it uh, over the last few weeks i've written some stories uh for the local paper about it and you know, I, I think one of the schools that's really going to get the shaft is greater atlanta christian uh they're in triple a you're going to move them to six a that makes zero sense for those guys to to do that i think it's a, i think it's a little bit of an overreach with a with a three multiplier mm, yeah i can understand that I, I definitely see that point but i don't know what the answer is to be honest with you no. uh, I'm kind of one of those guys stay in my own lane because I know I don't have to deal with it. <laughs> so I, now if I was in their shoes, I probably would be dealing with it a lot more. But we don't have to deal with it here in public school like this, uh, county school. And so I, it doesn't really – I mean, I know about it that's going on, but I haven't really been paying too much attention to it. I'm kind of worried about these little – Right <laughs> <laughs> of course, we had to deal with it directly in Class A. We for several years that that was one of the things that got us knocked out was when we were all together. It hurt us in Class A with some of the private schools. Yeah. Well, Coach, I listen. So. I we appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to send it with us, uh, spend it with us next time around. I promise you, I'll have the score right. Oh, I bet you will. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. Take care of yourself now. Have a great right, weekend. Coach uh, Leroy Riles, head coach of Cedar Shoals. We're going to take a break. You're listening to the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show right here on the XL Sports Network. If you're arrested by a police officer, one of the most important words you can use is the word no. No, I won't take your drug test. No, I won't have anything to tell you, officer. No, I don't care to balance on one leg because I've heard it could hurt my legal defense. Hi, I'm attorney David Venable. If the boys in blue have you detained, the best time to call a lawyer is ASAP. He's the big city lawyer with small town charm. David Venable, attorney at law. Call 478-783-2825. 
The Hawkinsville Steakhouse Restaurant has a variety of house specials available anytime, Monday through Saturday. Dine in or carry out. Choose from the 8-ounce grilled chicken breast, Italian chicken parmesan, southwestern grilled chicken, grilled pork chops, country fried steak, or the absolute best fried chicken in Georgia. To carry out one of these delicious house specials, call the Hawkinsville Steakhouse Restaurant at 478-892-3383. Are you looking for great custom-cut meats like fresh beef, pork, chicken, and great seafood? How about a place that specializes in fresh and smoked sausage made in-house? It's Harris Country Meats and Grocery. They also offer a full line of deli with smoked brisket, roast beef, barbecue, plus much, much more. Harris Country Meats also offers hunting and fishing supplies, plus a full garden center. That's Harris Country Meats and Grocery, family owned and operated since 1943. Call 478-783-3276 or see them at 66 Cochrane Highway in Hawkinsville. Headed hunting or fishing, the place to go is Neighbors Express. No matter your needs, cold drinks, ice, or snacks, you can stock up and get back on your way. How about some breakfast biscuits with choice of bacon, sausage, ham, egg with cheese, or maybe a country breakfast made to order? Don't forget Great Hunt Brothers Pizza by the Slice or the Pie. They also carry a big supply of deer corn for the hunters. That's Neighbors Express with locations in Hawkinsville, Dublin, Millen, Sylvania, and Statesboro. Welcome back into the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show. Back to the phone lines we go. On the line with us now, Coach Mike Chastain of Jones County. Winners over Olin overtime last night, 48-42. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. Glad to have you with us this morning. Coach, uh, uh, a wild game last night with Olin. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, um, you know, um, the game that kind of went back and forth all throughout the game and um, – um, halftime, it was pretty much tied up, I believe, and, and then came back out the second half, and and um, um, they made a couple good plays and got ahead of us, and and um, we were able to come back and uh, tie it up at the end and take it in overtime, and uh, we blocked a big kick in overtime to um, get us the ball back, and then um, uh, score. We we scored on the next possession and won. So um, man, it was a a really, really, really good win, and just, just uh, thank the Lord for letting us come out on top last night, Coach. Uh, you know, uh, for overtime, you you guys had already put up forty-two points. Tell us a little bit about your offense and how it how it worked last night. Yeah, um, right now we we have a a, a pretty solid group on offense. Uh, quarterback uh, Jar. Uh, John Allen Richter is um, is doing a really good job um, moving the ball around. We have some dynamic players, uh, Javis Bond, our running back, and and Zion Reagans, uh, both um, you know do do a lot of really good things with the ball in their hands, and 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 the quarterback making a lot of really good decisions. Uh, offensive line did a phenomenal job blocking last night. Um, I mean, it's just. Um, they they played good last night. Um, we're really really young on defense, and um, um, we have to um, we have to um, you know continue to get better over that side of the ball. And, and anytime we're, we're playing as many young guys we are, I mean, you just continue to 
work on being a little bit more physical each week and, and getting a little bit stronger and, and doing those things. Um, and then, you know, last I, I, I need to make sure I say something about our kicker. Evan West did a phenomenal job kicking the ball last night, made us several big kicks and, and, um, uh, really, really kept us in the game and kept us going on, on a lot of, a lot of possessions. Coach, with the uh, victory last night, now it's on to uh, take on Warner Robins. Tell us a little bit about that one. No, we, we're not playing Warner Robins next week. Uh, They're we're, off. Hopefully, we'll be, maybe, you're, maybe we'll you are off. Playoffs, but I, I looked at the we're, wrong we're, line. We're, you are off next week. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're off this week, and then we're, our, our region, we have um, we finish up the year with Dutchtown, um, game 10. The next game is Eagles Landing. Then we got Woodland, uh, game nine. So, um, we, uh, um, you know, we, we gotta, we gotta worry about that region before we get into playoffs. And of course, coach, uh, region play is what does all the seeding for playoffs. And, you know, you can have all those, uh, out of division wins, but, uh, those in the, uh, within the, uh, regions, what gets you, uh, ranked and I mean, got, get you set up in the right positions. Um, Coach, uh, tell us about the health of your team. Right now, there's, you know, uh, folks, uh, there'll be some banged up folks, but how are y'all doing? We're, um, we're, we're pretty healthy right now. Um, um, you know, everybody this time of year has a few bumps and bruises here and there, but, but um, for the most part, we're pretty healthy. Um, we, we lost um, a, a guy, um, uh, one of our safeties, a uh, really good safety is committed uh, to Georgia Tech, he's a junior. He'll be back his senior year. Um, hopefully, there's a small chance we could, he could get back in the playoffs, and um, so maybe we will. But we we lost him in the springtime, so um, we just we'll just keep um, grinding and keep working, and and uh, um, hopefully hopefully everybody stays healthy. We're talking with Coach Mike Chastain, head coach of Jones County, winner last night over um, Ola. 48-42 in overtime next week, the week off. Coach, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for having me. Anytime, right. Coach. And Coach Chastain, uh, uh, Eddie, um, nothing has really came easy for them this year. They've no. had to work. Yeah, they, they've, they're they in a tough region to begin with. He does a great job up there. Um, but for some reason, it's just been a little tougher this year. Yeah, the games have have been a little little more testy, if you will, uh, getting the W's. And of course, you know they had that upset loss uh, to open the season with uh, uh, Northeast. Uh, of course, it's uh, you know they, Northeast playing everybody good, and then the uh, other loss they had is overtime loss to, to veterans. Uh, but uh, now that they're moving into region play, uh, you know they're sitting at the number two spot with a chance to still win the region. Yeah, yeah, they're in it. But uh, like I said, it's just been a little bit different this year. I want to remind you we're here each week throughout the course of the season with the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday morning quarterback show. Uh, we get things underway at 9 o'clock. We take a spin around the state, uh, interviews with 16 coaches each week. And, of course, we we uh, finish it up with uh, traveling with John, John Nelson, as he and Eddie break down the college game. I wonder uh, where he's at today. Uh, he, that's a good question. Where do you think he's at? Uh, I know where his wife is at. <laughs> uh, back to the phone line we go. Uh, on the line was Coach Rob Pruitt, Coffee Coffee High School. Good morning, Coach. 
Good morning. How you doing? Coach, uh, you know, I've talked to you several times on the year. I wonder if you remember the, when I met you in person. I'm tri- I'm playing I'm I'm playing to see if you can remember that. You were down at Fitzgerald. I was uh, overseeing and supervising some huddle houses and uh you invited me I do me remember o- you. You, yes. you invited yes, me over sir, show I me the remember. new fi- new facility down there. Yes sir, I do remember that. I'm getting old, but I ain't that old. <laughs> well, you know, I, I went down on the uh field championship game a couple of years ago. Uh, I, I interviewed Coach Freeman uh, down at uh, Brooks many times, but I never met him in person. And I went down before the game to speak to him, and I realized then that uh, I like talking to Coach Freeman better on the phone. <laughs> he's in, he's oh, yeah. in, a, he's in a zone. <laughs> Coach, yeah, uh, Maurice is a good guy, but he, uh, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. He's a good guy, does a great job. Yeah. Very intimidating that big black uh, outfit with the uh, hoodie on his head. Uh, I'll just kind of leave him alone and, and handle him on the phone. Coach, uh, uh, tell us a bit about your your your, uh, your team down there and uh, at Coffee, and a little bit about uh, your 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 players. Yeah, well, we took it on the chin last night. We got punched in the mouth, you know, and we. Um, but our kids, you know. You know, I, I like our team this year. We've had some, you know, we've had some some adversity offensively, you know, with injuries, you know, all during the, the from the very beginning of the season. And, you know, they've done a very good job of next man up. But, and defensively, we've, we've played well. But last night we played a, a really, really good Ware County team. And they, they, uh, they took it to us pretty good. We didn't. We didn't play our best game, but you got to give them a lot of credit, man. They uh, they played well, and they really, really have some great uh, skill kids. You know, kids that can can make things happen. There are not many teams you play in high school football that can beat you throwing or running, um, and they're one of those type teams that can do it. They got a quarterback that's just a freak. I mean, he's uh, he can throw it, he can run it. And he's he's unbelievable. He's an unbelievable talent, and he uh, he really makes him go. And they got they spread you out, and all four wide receivers can uh, can catch the ball. They got a Division One running back that's about two hundred ten pounds that can run, and um, they just uh, boy they make it really really tough for you. But I, you know, our kids we've had a you know a good season. Like I said, I've been proud of the way they've overcome adversity, and and um, you know we got to overcome some more now with the loss. Our first loss of the year in, in in the region, and you know you'd rather play a different team in the opening region game, but you gotta you still gotta play them in Warner Robins at some point, and uh, we may have two of the best teams in the state really in our region, and that's kind of the way it's been been at Coffee since I've been here. You know we're always in such a tough region, but uh, I, I've really uh, enjoyed coaching these kids that we have, and we you know like I said they've overcome adversity, they've played hard, they. They give you all they got, and it's it's been a it's been a fun bunch of kids to, to coach. Of course, coach, you do have that little. Uh, you have those two games in between before you have to face Warner Robins a little bit further down the road. Uh, uh, Wayne County coming up next. What can you tell us about them? You know, Wayne struggled this year. I don't know, you know, what what the problem's been, but I don't think they've uh, they've only won one game this year, and they they've struggled. Veterans beat them last night, and. And in veterans, you know, Coach Turner does a good job at veterans there, and that, that veterans is a good quality team. But, you know, uh, 
I'll know more about um, Wayne tomorrow. You know, we we uh, we'll get started on them tomorrow. We've been putting all our energy in Ware County, and we can't look past anybody. You know, so I haven't, to be honest, perfectly honest with you, I haven't really uh, looked at, at Wayne yet. Uh, we're grading our film uh, today from last night, and and then we'll put that one to bed, and then tomorrow we'll pick up with. Uh, with Wayne and see what they've got. I just know they've only won one game, but we went against them in an OTA down in Brunswick in the summer, and they had really good-looking kids, big big linemen and, you know, a scary-looking team. So, you know, we've we've won six games, but if you look at them, they've all been kind of dog fights, and we've just been good enough to, to get by. So we can't overlook anybody, you know what I mean? We're just not – uh, putting enough points on the board on offense to to be able to look past anybody. So, you know, if we're not playing well, we can we can lose to anybody. And I think if we play well, we got a chance. You know, we just got to continue to get better. But Wayne is scary looking. When I saw him in the in the OTA, we actually went against him. But um, you know, I have not seen him like I said. You know, this year, just knowing the fact they haven't won games. We're talking to Coach Robert Pruitt, head coach of Coffee. Uh, coming up next week, they'll be on the road at Wayne County. Coach, it's been a while since I talked to you, but it's always a pleasure to talk to you. We hope to get you on again uh, in a couple of weeks, and uh, we look forward to it. Thanks for having me. Anytime, Coach. Have a great weekend. You too, buddy. All right. Coach Robbie Pruitt, met him uh, in person down when he was at Fitzgerald. Uh, uh, one of the things I like to do at business is when I'm there uh, – uh, supervising or, or managing whatever the case may be is get out in the community and I thought it was a, a good thing to, to meet uh, Coach Pruitt down there and went down and seen the new facilities and super guy and a super coach and he's doing a heck of a job down at Coffee. We're going to get ready to take another break here on the uh, Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday morning quarterback show. Uh, we'll be back in just a couple moments. You'll listen to Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday morning quarterback show right here on the XL Sports Network. Getting your degree is as easy as three, two, one, go. Enroll at Central Georgia Technical College. It could come at little or no cost to you. Visit www.centralgatech.edu backslash 321go for details. Get a lot of food for a little bit of money with the five $7.99 daily specials. Only at the Hawkinsville Steakhouse Restaurant. Dine in or carry out Monday through Saturday. Choose from chicken tenders, char-grilled hamburger steak, popcorn shrimp, beef tips on rice, or the six-ounce char-grilled chicken breast. All include salad bar and other sides. For carry out, please call 892-3383. Only at the Hawkinsville Steakhouse Steakhouse Restaurant. For all your tax needs and IRS e-file in Middle Georgia, it's Lester's Income Tax Service at 99 Commerce Street, Hawkinsville. Call 478-783-1650. Best of luck, Red Devils. I walk the mean streets of Atlanta in a police uniform. That gives me an important perspective most lawyers can't give you. If you find yourself in a tough situation leading to an arrest, remember, your best bet for a good defense is to remain completely respectful but quiet. I can't stress that enough. And call me as soon as you possibly can. I'm David Venable. Call me. The Big City Lawyer with Small Town Charm. David Venable, Attorney at Law, Broad Street, Hawkinsville. Call 478-783-2825. 
headed hunting or fishing, the place to go is Neighbors Express. No matter your needs, cold drinks, ice, or snacks, you can stock up and get back on your way. How about some breakfast biscuits with choice of bacon, sausage, ham, egg with cheese, or maybe a country breakfast made to order? Don't forget Great Hunt Brothers Pizza by the Slice or the Pie. They also carry a big supply of deer corn for the hunters. That's Neighbors Express with locations in Hawkinsville, Dublin, Millen, Sylvania, and Statesboro. Welcome back into the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show. Coming to you live from the Dave Venable Studios in downtown Hawkinsville. Uh, back to the phone line we go. On the line with us now is uh, Coach Jason Strickland of uh, Ware County. Winners over coffee last night, 35-3. to Good morning, Coach. Morning, guys. How y'all doing? Uh, doing good. I just talked to your old friend, Coach Pruitt, just to, uh, uh, before the break uh, about last night's game. Let's get your take on it. Well, it's, you know, for us, it's probably the most complete game we played in two years. Um, and, and, and we knew we were going to have to play extremely well. They were so well coached and, and you know, just do, do such a good job with, with what they're trying to accomplish with their kids. And Coach Pruitt has been able to do that for, geez, I mean, it seems like 100 years now. And, and uh, so we, we knew that we weren't going to be able to trick those guys or any of that type of stuff. I mean, there's nothing that they haven't seen. So, you know, our, our big thing over the last two weeks is just getting back to trying to out-execute the people that we were playing. We felt like the last time we'd been on the grass, we had guys were just trying to do a little too much. And, um, you know, last night we were able to kind of put, put a complete one together and, and get to 1-0 in the region. Well, Coach, tell me about your team and how it responded last night. And uh, then, of course, uh, I know a lot of that's going to be offense, but your, your defense obviously played outstanding ball. Yeah, they did, and I mean to, to be able to hold that crowd to three points and, and you know just get get a lot of stops on, on the night was you know the, the thing that that we were trying to push with our guys. We knew that they were going to get yards at times and convert some first downs, and they're just so good along the line of scrimmage. And then you start talking about Maurice Turner getting out in space, and it just creates a lot of stress for you defensively. But our big thing was just just be better tacklers. We didn't think against Benedictine, we tackled very well. Uh, we did not communicate at all, really kind of the whole night, especially in the secondary. And and then the other thing, too, for us was a big deal for us is getting Trey Hargrove back, who's really our best defensive football player. He'd been out for several weeks, and and um, we, we were getting him back full time. And he, he's kind of our emotional leader defensively, and he's the one that kind of spearheads all of our communication. So we, we felt like we would be better just with that. And uh, I thought Coach Winston – and, and our defensive staff put a, a, a great plan together uh, defensively, especially in the secondary, to try to allow us to be a little bit more aggressive back there against the pass, and, and last night it paid off. Coach, again, y'all win 35-3, to a, a good win for you guys. Uh, Coach, I'm just – give me a second. I just fixed that problem. Right. I, I created my own problem. <laughs> <laughs> I had something open. I was hearing my voice coming from somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> Coach, uh, a good win last. Yeah, yeah. It's been one of those kind of mornings. 
I, I understand. I, I I think I need to get a little bit more sleep. I was tired before I went to the ball game last night. I was tired when I got back. I didn't. <laughs> I, I woke up tired and walking like a zombie. And my breakfast was bad, and I've given two bad scores. Okay, I've vented enough, Coach. <laughs> There you go. There you go. <laughs> got, got to get that on my system. <laughs> there you go. Coach, uh, excellent win for you guys. I, I tell you, when you when you beat Coffee and, and Pruitt and that bunch down there, you, you've done a day's work, and I, you know, I, I congratulate you guys on that big win. Uh, but it's not going to get any easier, is it? No, it's not. Uh, you know, Coach Westbrook has done such a great job with, with this Warner Robins group. And, you know, it's, you know, I was talking to somebody – Yesterday, uh, I, I little about Warner Robins and just said, "Look, they you know they, they graduated Jalen Adding last last year, who was you know one of the you know maybe all time best leaders that Warner Robins ever had, and then they graduated the thousand yard rusher. They graduated the Ahmad Walker kid, that, the linebacker that went up to Liberty to play as as was as good as any defensive football player in the state last year. Graduated their all time leading tackler, two big time defensive linemen. Oh, and guess what? This year." I think they're better. I mean, I mean, how the heck do they get better losing those folks? And, and uh, I mean, they they are just a phenomenal football team. Complete. Vic Burley is single handedly the best defensive football player that I've ever coached against. And and uh, you know, obviously, Kristen Lane is having a heck of a year, and they're they're throwing that thing around a little bit more with him, and and uh, just so well balanced. And uh, you know, it's we're going to have to play a, a a complete game just to not get our eyeballs beat in. I mean, that's that's going to be the thing. I mean, you take a look at who's been on their schedule, and, and uh, I, I don't know if they haven't played. Uh, have they played a game so far where there hadn't been a running clock in the fourth quarter? Uh, let me look so and see. Uh, I can tell you real quick. I know they're scoring <laughs> uh, averaging about 55 points a game. Yeah. Okay, yeah, God. You know, the thing that we have noticed with them is, you know, folks will be somewhat in the game and then all of a sudden there's about 10 minutes of just chaos and and you look up and now you're down three scores to one robins and you know you cannot do anything to help them uh, they they are super talented and and you're so well coached they they don't need any help to beat you and uh, so somehow we've got to avoid any of those type things and and you know, the, the somehow try to make them just play one more play. Uh, but they they are so good, and, and, and we know we got a tall task ahead of us. But we get them in our place, and we're looking forward to it. And, and uh, you know, the, the winner of this thing has got the inside track to win the region, so we're excited about the opportunity. Well, to answer your question, Valdosta, uh, it was uh, uh, thirty-four to twenty going to the fourth quarter, and of course, Warner Robins won it uh, forty-eight to twenty. Other than that, nothing else was close. I mean, it's just uh, they 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 are just impressive. They they may be as good as anybody in the state in any classification. And, you know, and, and, and play folks like that. You know the the thing that 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 we kind of harp on is it's not like you know baseball or or you know NBA basketball where you got to go play you know the best four out of seven or something like that. It's a it's a one night deal and and um, you know we we tend to play really well at home. Uh, well, I know we're going to have a dynamic crowd uh, that is going to be excited about watching two story programs play at Memorial Stadium, and, and uh, you know we 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 got to look at it as a great opportunity to to put our mark on the state. 
We're talking with Coach Jason Strickland, Ware County winners lesson over coffee, 35-3. Coach, is always a pleasure. Uh, look forward to talking to you again, hopefully in a couple weeks. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you all for watching high school football. Have a great weekend. We'll take a break. You'll listen to Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday morning quarterback show presented by our friends at Central Georgia Technical College. Back with more right here on the XL Sports Network. Getting your degree is as easy as three, two, one, go. Enroll at Central Georgia Technical College. It could come at little or no cost to you. Visit www.centralgatech.edu backslash three, two, one, go for details. Are you looking for great custom cut meats like fresh beef, pork, chicken and great seafood how about a place that specializes in fresh and smoked sausage made in-house it's harris country meats and grocery they also offer a full line of deli with smoked brisket roast beef barbecue plus much much more harris country meats also offers hunting and fishing supplies plus a full garden center that's harris country meats and grocery family owned and operated since 1943 call 478 783-3276 or see them at 66 Cochran Highway in Hawkins. If you're arrested by a police officer, one of the most important words you can use is the word no. No, I won't take your drug test. No, I won't have anything to tell you, officer. No, I don't care to balance on one leg because I've heard it could hurt my legal defense. Hi, I'm attorney David Venable. If the boys in blue have you detained, the best time to call a lawyer is ASAP. He's the big city lawyer with small town charm. David Venable, attorney at law. Call 478-783-2825. The Hawkinsville Steakhouse Restaurant has a variety of house specials available anytime, Monday through Saturday. Dine in or carry out. Choose from the 8-ounce grilled chicken breast, Italian chicken parmesan, southwestern grilled chicken, grilled pork chops, country fried steak for the absolute best fried chicken in Georgia. To carry out one of these delicious house specials, call the Hawkinsville Steakhouse Restaurant at Back as we get ready, to take, we'll take a station identification. Uh, you're listening to the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show. You're on the XL Sports Network. We'll pause 10 seconds for our stations to identify themselves. As we hit the 11 o'clock hour, uh, Eddie, got a couple more scores for us? Sure. Uh, Jones County, 48. Ola, 42. Uh, Woodland, Stockbridge, 30. Locust Grove, 14. Fellowship Christian, 37. Clarkston, 0. St. Pius, 43. Lithonia, 6. Um, Stone Mountain, 18. Northview, 7. Uh, Chapel Hill, Midtown was canceled. Lithia Springs, 27, Jackson out of Atlanta, 12, uh, Villarica, 49, North Springs, 0. And, Bruce, we've got somebody on the phone. Back to the phone lines to go, FNM um, County Coach John Ford. Good morning, Coach. Hey, how are y'all doing? Good, good, Coach. Good. Glad to talk to you again. Hey, good to be back with you guys. You guys uh, do an awesome job covering high school football in Georgia, and it's 
We certainly appreciate you. Well, the one thing I can say, you sounded just like you did last time I talked to you. So <laughs> I, I remembered right. <laughs> Coach, well, I always try to be high school football in Georgia is, 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 is as special as it is anywhere, anywhere in America. And so I always try to show gratitude to the people that help make it great. Coach, uh, your head coach, your transition defense coordinator, now back to a head coach. Are you glad to be back in that position? Uh, isn't it kind of fun to be the, the guy that 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 uh, uh, gets the accolades and the and the, the complaints from everybody? Yeah, I mean, I, I tell you what, I love being a coordinator for for Von Lasseter at Blackley. Uh, he's one of the best coaches, one of the best um, uh, creators of culture, one of the best. Uh, runners of a program that, that that I've been fortunate to be around, and, and I would have I would have happily coached for him for a decade if he'd have had me. And and, and Cochran, Georgia is a, a sweet little place, and uh, one of God's sweetest mercies in, in, in me and my family's life was leading us there. And I uh, really enjoyed it, and really wasn't looking for a head job. And um, you know, the, the Effingham County job came open, and the superintendent reached out to me, and uh, just really felt like it was a special place with a ton of upside and. I uh, love the vision and the leadership here and love the people here and love the community here. And so I wasn't going to jump to a head job just for the sake of being a head job. I've kind of been there and done that. But, um, you know, when you make a list of the kind of places that you'd be interested in, uh, this place checked a lot of those boxes. And so certainly grateful to be here, grateful for the opportunity and uh, just excited about the task at hand. Coach, last night y'all played Richmond Hill. Uh, uh, tell us a little bit about your ball game. Lost 28-6. Coach Lazat's done a great job. They're one of the uh, uh, premier programs in southeast Georgia. And, um, you know, he's done a good job building that program. And, you know, one of his hashtags, one of his mantras is build the hill. And he's done a good job doing that. And so certainly knew coming in it was going to be a tough test. Um, and, and, and we didn't start the game uh, the way uh, we had hoped. We didn't start the game the way we, we, we knew we would need to start the game to, to, to have a chance for success. And, um, credit to Richmond Hill. Um, don't not would never take anything away from them. They do a great job, and you know that's just kind of uh, where, where we got to get our program to. We got some great kids and some hardworking kids, and you know just kind of kind of teach them uh, well, what it takes to be great week in week out in six A football in South Georgia. Coach, uh, coming up next for you guys, y'all have got a uh, Glen Academy. What can you tell us about them? Well, I mean, Rocky Hidalgo is one of the best coaches in the state, and anybody that tells you otherwise is lying. So he's done a great job at Glen Academy. Uh, they are tough. They are fast. They're hard-nosed. Um, I think he's one of the premier defensive minds in the state, to be very honest with you. Um, and, and so you can tell he's got his thumbprints all over that. But offensively, they're big and physical up front. Quarterback throws a good ball. You know, they've got some length on the perimeter and some, some speed in the backfield. And so – certainly going to be a tough out for us. And they're, and they're outstanding in the kicking game. I know um, every year you watch Glen Academy and it feels like they've got a guy that can, you know, hit 45, 50-yard field goals, hit in the end zone and punt at 45 yards. So um, they're they're exceptional in all three phases of the game. And so we're going to have to have a great week of practice for sure. Coach, when you look at Charles region, uh, you've got some pretty good teams in there. It's going to be a, it's going to be a fight. It's going to be a, a – uh, tough for, for the, the guys that are trying to get in the back door into y'all's region playoffs. Buddy, ain't no yeah, ain't, ain't no back door into anything in this region. This is a, every Friday night you've got a fight on your hands. Every Friday night is a meat grinder. So um, when you look at, yeah, obviously, Brunswick and Glen Academy down there in Glen County, they're, 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 they're 
as good as it gets in southeast Georgia. And then what, obviously what we talked about with Coach Lazat, what he's done at Richmond Hill, and then you got Statesboro. Um, Nate Clark of South Evanham is an outstanding football coach. And, and I tell you, Bradwell, uh, they you know have, have hired a new coach this year. And I tell you what, that guy's doing an outstanding job. They are they, they might be the most improved team in the region. So uh, he's doing a good job coaching kids, coaching his kids up, and getting them to believe and getting them to play hard. And of course, you you mentioned Coach Lazat. We 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 caught up with him when he was up at uh, Aquinas uh, uh, the first time. Gosh, I don't know. He's he's still a baby. Uh, then he, I think he was probably in his mid to uh, to upper twenties uh, at the time. And and man, he has grown up and and and, and really has grown, Andy Coach. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know anything about him when he was at Aquinas. Everything I know about him is at Richmond Hill. You know, I was. When I was at Blackley, we came down to Richmond Hill and did an organized team activity one summer, you know, with that, that he hosted. And so that's kind of the first time I ever met him. And, uh, I mean, Richmond Hill, is he's, he's built it right every step of the way. So he's certainly doing a good job. And, of course, uh, other than his first year, they have made the playoffs there every single year. And I expect this year will be another one of those that with the job he's doing. Coach, listen, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. We look forward to getting you on again. Uh, enjoy your stay down there, and uh, we hope to get you on uh, many more times. Hey, anytime, fellas. Thanks again. All right, Coach. Coach John Ford, uh, head coach at Effingham County, uh, was uh, before he uh, left and took that job. He was the defense coordinator for Von Laster at, uh, over at uh, Blakely, and he was uh, three years head coach at Buford. And 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 Eddie, I don't blame anybody for wanting to get out of that rat race. Got to play Buford every year. Oh, you, you got one nightmare week. You're yeah. guaranteed. <laughs> and the rest of the region is, you know. You know, Buford, Buford, the rest of the region is really tough also. Absolutely, no doubt about it. I want to remind you we're here each week throughout the course of the season. Uh, three hours, fastest three hours in radio. Back to phone line, we're going line with us now, Coach Chad Campbell at Peach County. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. Coach, y'all had a wild, crazy game up there, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure it was a playoff atmosphere up there. Uh, Chris brought their bunch up there, and y'all had probably a packed house, didn't you? Uh, it was a good crowd. Um, from what I saw, anyway, I don't really, I don't really pay attention too much sometimes, but uh, I think it was a good crowd. Coach, uh, t- tell us a little bit about the ball game. It, uh, it was kind of back and forth uh, uh, for the most of the time. And tell us a little bit how it, how it went. Well, we got up fourteen nothing, and um, then they had a big play on us to make it fourteen seven. We got in the red zone a couple times. Getting, getting, didn't get no points. Got a field goal blocked or partially tipped. And then we uh, didn't score till the next, next time we were in the red zone. So we left points out on the board, which hurt us. And um, they scored again in the second quarter, tied up on another big, on a long run. Um, and that was about it, first half. I think we missed a field goal right before half. And then second, second half, um, they got the ball. And took some time off the clock, got down and kicked the field goal, made seventeen fourteen, and we 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 get some drives going in with sputter, and had to punt, and then they kicked another field goal to make it twenty to fourteen, and then um, uh, we had a couple picks in the fourth quarter, and they returned one very deep, and then scored one, you know, real late, um, 
when we went forward on fourth down and uh, whenever we had to. But, you know, give them credit. They come in and, and played a really good ball game. And we left five points out on the board in the first half. It really kind of hurt us. And um, we gave up, you know, too many big plays. And then the other uh, really crucial point of uh, the whole game was um, third down. They, they beat us on third down. We had numerous third down alongs, and they uh, and they uh, converted, uh, which took a little sale out of us and kept drives alive. Uh, we didn't tackle well. So, you know, if I was to uh, you know, have a synopsis of the game, uh, the two drives inside the red zone the first half, no points. And then our, their third down conversions and our tackling was the uh, really the uh, um, the byproduct of the game. Coach, uh, you come out of a game like that last night, you know, a tough loss, and those kind of smarts you for a little while. Health wise, how are y'all? Oh, uh, we had a lineman go down last night. He's maybe probably he probably done for the year. Uh, we had already lost one the year with ACL. Uh, other than that, he's the only one. I mean, just bumps and bruises, but um, um, so that's probably one of our best linemen to go down last night. So anyway, that's football. Um, everybody deals with it. We'll have to deal with another one. Coach, next week y'all have the week off, and you know, uh, uh, you know, sometimes when you run into these situations, it's it, it's it's good to get that break, and then sometimes you you feel you need to get right back out out there and get get right back at it. How how will y'all approach next week? I mean, we just go back to you know, just like we always do, go back to the basic fundamentals and probably, probably uh, prepare a little bit for the next opponent, but you know, just go back and. Uh, re re-energize, refocus our goals uh, for the year, and um, and just try to keep getting better. Coach, after the off week, you guys will uh will be uh, taking on the Jackson Red Devils. Uh, you know anything about them? Uh, I mean, I've seen them a little bit, but I haven't really you know, shown any of my energy to them yet. But uh, uh, I think they like throwing the ball around and. Um, I don't see them doing anything no different uh, against us. And I mean, we've been playing each other for uh, for a number of years now, so you know we're pretty familiar with one another. We're talking with Coach uh, Chad Campbell of Peach County. Uh, they'll have the week off next week. Coach, as always, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you soon, Coach. Appreciate it, Bruce. Y'all have a good one. You too. Bruce, you know, they, they've got some athletes over there. Now, of course, they are a very senior-led team. Uh, I think there was like 25 seniors graduating now. I don't know if they're all play or not, but there's some good athletes on that team, and I see nothing. I mean, region, you know, it's a, it was a big region match. Uh, you know, last year it was a one-point game uh, to them. This, this week, this year it was a different outcome. But I still think they're going to go far in the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. You know, when you look at the the breakdown of the region, uh, Chris was in, in first place with a uh, 4-0 record. Uh, Peach is second, 3-1, tied with Jackson, who's 3-1. and one. 
Upson Lee four and two, and then Mary Persons three and two. So there's a lot of work left to do. But when I look at it, uh, uh, Peach even after last night, only giving up 40 points in the region. Yeah. Oh, and I was there. I mean, I I, I wanted to go watch my son uh, coach. He's first year, and I, I wanted to support him. So, but I went in there, and I'll be honest with you. First quarter, I didn't think we that. I can't say we. I'm right. a Red Devil, but I, I I didn't see it turn out like it did. Right. They they were on it. Um, what he didn't mention, didn't touch on, was they had a couple of bad snaps, and that you know how you know yourself. You know, oh, <laughs> turn the game around. In it a can turn the game around in a heartbeat, and it it, it did have effect. As a matter of fact, those were the uh, third down conversions that he's talking about. Uh, I know for a fact they had at least two, probably three, where the ball never uh, went in there. It just went on the ground. They were lucky to recover it. But they played hard. They really played hard. Um, and that game wasn't really decided until about the last six minutes of it. So while, you know, I, I could tell Coach Campbell's down a little bit, they're not out of it, not no. by any means. <laughs> no, and, and when you look at their full schedule, Eddie, I mean, geez, um, I'm pulling it back up. Uh, they they have played a, a, a tough schedule. They uh, lost uh, to Northside. Northside is not quite the Northside they had been for the – uh, you know, in the in the past, but they're much improved. They're much improved. From, I mean, within that region, uh, Northside, you know, is uh, is is a lot better team this year. Um, they lost to Central out of Alabama, and that you know that's one. Central is one of the top teams in the nation. Period. The Central Red Devils uh, are eight and zero on the year, five and zero in region. Yeah, uh, and and they're ranked in the uh, top five in the state over there. So you know. While the record's not impressive, they have played some great oh, teams. Yeah. And, and, and uh, that listen, I, I, I guarantee you they'll be okay. Christmas going to be fine. Those two programs, you know, very well could meet later down the road at some point if they both continue to, to work and improve as the season goes on. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would venture to say that it's, you know, if you got to have a one, you got to have a 1B. And those two teams are the cream of that that region. And, and and listen, when I look at I'm looking at their schedule right now, uh, they'll be uh, heavy favorites against Jackson. They'll be a favorite against Upson Lee. They'll be a big favorite over Central. Central, yeah. And then and looking back then at the Chris schedule, which I am pulling up as we speak, uh, they're they're sitting there with a Chris sitting there four and three and four and zero oh in uh, uh, region play. It looks like. Um, They've got America Sumter. That's yeah. that should be a win central, and then Pike. So uh, it looks like unless they stumble, it would it would be Chris first and probably Pete second. Yeah. Uh, but those two schools, you don't want to cross over and play them. No, no. Yeah. Neither, neither. I mean, like I said, neither team has anything to be ashamed of. They are both quality teams, and you know, Chris. Really used the same uh, formula that uh, Peaches used. They played up, right? They right. played up against that. They they had a loss against a very good um, Perry team, which is going to go real deep in the playoffs. I know I I saw that one, um, and I'm trying to think of who else they lost to. Um, let me see here, Crisp and schedule. I know. Uh, Hoko, I mean, they lost that one by three points. Right, right. Uh, that was playing up. Perry was twenty-one nothing, but Perry is the class of their. Uh, I think they're class there. Uh, and then the Eagles Landing, 
you know, since then they've hit region and they haven't missed a step. They've got, like you said, America Sumter, which they probably will favor Central and Pike. They will be favored against. So that region, top two teams, like I said last night, they played, and while the score might not show it, it was a, it was a game in in the fourth quarter. Absolutely. And, of course, uh, you know, Chris made the change with uh, Coach Miguel Patrick, his head coach. He came down uh, uh, from the Atlanta region up there uh, after uh, being uh, playoff contenders up there and playing in championships up there. He's come down and really done a, a good job getting his program in place. And and uh, But he came in with a, a place that the cupboard wasn't bare. Coach Harbor left the, the – the, the, the cover pretty well stocked, and of course uh, they had a defense coordinator and Will uh, Connor who had uh, uh, played those guys up, and that and that coaching staff had done a very very good job, uh, coach. Yeah, yeah, he uh, he had done a great job. Um, the offense coordinator, I don't remember what his name at, at Chris was. One of the big things they brought in. Um, he's got that offense. I, I watched it last night. Of course, like I said, I sold against Perry, and I was. You know, kind of watching, and and I talked to our old buddy uh, Mark Lefford last night, and we were discussing. I said, "You got a little of that Wilcox County uh, magic dust in your pocket or something?" He said, "He said no, Eddie. He said that we just haven't really had a chance to practice because of COVID." He said, "What you're seeing is what we should have been at the first year." Right. So you know, once again, COVID. I know they were out of practice for two weeks. So. Eddie, got any more scores over there? Sure, I do, Bruce. Um, uh, Eastside, 10, Logansville, 9. You had Jackson County, 63 to nothing over Johnson out of Gainesville. You had uh, Bainbridge, 45, Doherty County, 14. The Cairo Serpmakers, 37, Monroe, 0. Uh, Thomas County Central, 36 to 6 over Westover. Carver, Columbus, and Jordan was canceled. Uh, Columbus 55 to 46 over Spencer, Benedictine 49 to 6 over Jenkins. You had uh, New Hampstead 50, Beach 12, Baldwin 21, West Lawrence 14. That was a good game all the way through. You, you, you mentioned New Hampstead. I guess Coach Hockman is probably celebrating down on the beach about that. Yeah, time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> West Side, our uh, coach Risper was uh, alluding to, 19 to 7 over Howard. And Fayette County, 34, McDonough, 0. And we're going to get ready to take another break. Uh, remind you, start a tradition this Sunday. Take the family out to the steakhouse. It's Thanksgiving every Sunday, folks. Great food at the Steakhouse Restaurant in Hawkersville. We'll take a break. You're listening to the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday morning quarterback show uh, right here on the XL Sports Network, presented by our friends at Central Georgia Technical College. Getting your degree is as easy as 3, 2, 1, go. Enroll at Central Georgia Technical College. It could come at little or no cost to you. Visit www.centralgatech.edu backslash 321 go for the Hawkinsville Steakhouse Restaurant has a variety of house specials available anytime Monday through Saturday dine in or carry out choose from the 8 ounce grilled chicken breast Italian chicken parmesan southwestern grilled chicken grilled pork chops country fried steak or the absolute best fried chicken in Georgia to carry out one of these delicious house specials call the Hawkinsville Steakhouse Restaurant at 478-892-3388 
For all your tax needs and IRS e-file in Middle Georgia, it's Lester's Income Tax Service at 99 Commerce Street, Hawkinsville. Call 478-783-1650. Best of luck, Red Devils. Headed hunting or fishing, the place to go is Neighbors Express. No matter your needs, cold drinks, ice, or snacks, you can stock up and get back on your way. How about some breakfast biscuits with choice of bacon, sausage, ham, egg with cheese, or maybe a country breakfast made to order? Don't forget Great Hunt Brothers Pizza by the slice or the pie. They also carry a big supply of deer corn for the hunters. That's Neighbors Express with locations in Hawkinsville, Dublin, Millen, Sylvania, and Statesboro. I walk the mean streets of Atlanta in a police uniform. That gives me an important perspective most lawyers can't give you. If you find yourself in a tough situation leading to an arrest, remember, your best bet for a good defense is to remain completely respectful but quiet. I can't stress that enough, and call me as soon as you possibly can. I'm David Venable. Call me. The Big City Lawyer with Small Town Charm. David Venable, Attorney at Law, Broad Street, Hawkinsville. Call 478-783-2825. Welcome back in the Saturday Morning Quarterback Show. On the phones with us, Coach Franken-Stevens from McEachern. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. How you doing? Doing good. You were off this week. Um, it had to hit just right. Uh, I know everybody's beat up this time of the year. What's the what's the um, health of your team? Well, absolutely. We were not off this week. We played last night. We were off last Okay, you played um, against? Campbell. Campbell, that's right. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry, Bruce. I got to get on to my uh, my, first, <laughs> my problem, Bruce here. Not a, not a problem, but health wise, uh, we're actually uh, we're doing pretty good. Uh, we've uh, lost uh, one of our starters for the season. Those types of things happen. We've had some issues with contact tracing and COVID that other guys are having. You know, we have those bangs and bruises, but for the most part, right now, uh, we're doing pretty good. We've got a uh, offensive lineman that we're hoping to get back in. The, Next week or two, maybe we'll get him back next week or two. But like I said, overall, being this deep in the season, uh, we would like to be healthier, but uh, we're doing pretty good. Uh, good going, Coach. Um, you did play Campbell last night. I have here a win, 36-7. to Tell us about the game. Well, I thought that, uh, you know, coming off that open weekend, off of that uh, non-region schedule, uh, it was a much-needed uh, win. Uh, we were – you know, went into that game with just simply one goal, and that was to come out 1-0, which puts us at 1-0 in the region. But I thought our kids played well. Uh, I give Campbell credit. Uh, uh, Coach to Christopher has done a good job getting those jokers strong, and uh, they're, they're strong, and they're playing better. And uh, it was at the half, it was 15-0, and one of the things that I'm probably most proud of is right before the half, I shouldn't have said right before the half, but uh, we were able to put together a, uh, a 99-yard drive and, uh, you know, when you ever do that in high school without just a, you know, a bunch of humongous big plays, uh, and we did have one, but not have the penalties and all those types of things that stop drives, uh, that was very exciting to see and something that we needed to do. Uh, and we were able to, uh, like I said, go up 15-0 at the half, and then we came out in the second half of the third quarter. 
uh, offensively, we really got going. Defensively, we were able to get some three and outs and get the ball back to the offense. And um, that's kind of when we pulled away. Uh, Caleb Webb, uh, my receiver, had another uh, very good game with uh, three touchdowns. And, of course, uh, Bryce uh, threw those. <laughs> Bryce Archer, the quarterback, threw those to him. And then one of our running backs, Makari Botifer, had two rushing touchdowns. So between the second and third quarters, I thought we played extremely well. And then in the fourth quarter, unfortunately, we never touched the ball offensively. Uh, it was a running clock, and we couldn't get the ball from So. Well, that's that double-edged sword. Usually, you know, you like to work on things that, you know, when you got a game in hand, you like to work on things that, you know, will make your your team better. But, you know, tell us a little bit about defense. Offense looks like they're cruising. Uh, looks really good uh, uh, according to what I'm seeing on uh, stats. But tell us a little bit about that defense. Defense, uh, we need to uh, play better. And I uh, thought so, you know, we got an opportunity over the uh, – open week and really early this week to just go back and work on effort and fundamentals. You know, everybody kind of get caught up in schemes, but we thought that there's some things you need to do better defensively from a uh, fundamental perspective as well as an effort perspective. And, you know, our coaches and our guys went to work, and that's the kind of thing that we were looking for. And as I was in that grading the tape, I thought we played better defensively this week than we had been playing. Uh, we've been having some issues in the run game. You know, you sit there and think it's simple, but – uh, there's some very good competition out here and good players. And if you get one kid that's not leveraging our gap correct or he's not in the right gap, uh, it's kind of like water. These bats are going to find it. And you get enough for three, four, five, six, that turns into eight, turns into 12. Next thing you know, you're back to three, four, five, and it just becomes a revolving door. And, uh, you know, from a perspective of panicking, you almost want to just turn into a blitz team, just, you know, send them and get people in gaps. But, at the end of it, you know, I've always been taught through years just be sound defensively, gap out sound defensively, and play hard and do those types of things. So that's what we've been trying to get back to. We thought that uh, we had some issues in tackling and uh, we weren't physical enough. And thought for last night, those things kind of showed on film that, you know, we had some guys running to the guys with uh, bad intentions, uh, making good tackles, uh, playing the ball in the air. And like I said, it, it, was, it wasn't perfect. But uh, I'm just proud of the way our guys kind of responded after coming out of the uh, non-region schedule, uh, giving us a chance or getting better on defense. Well, Coach, in the last 45 seconds, you've got Noonan up next. What uh, can you tell us about them? Well, you know, Noonan's going to always be pretty good. They've got great personnel. And then uh, Coach Walker does a phenomenal job down there. Uh, uh, very successful when he was over at Sandy Creek, and he's kind of taking that down to uh, Noonan and, you know, it's, it's amazing sometimes when these towns or these places, you know, they have some adversity they're dealing with. They had a, a tornado early in, in the summer that they're still dealing with, and that kind of brings everything together, gives them a focal point. And uh, I got an opportunity to see them play during our open weekend. Uh, they're a big physical football team with a plethora of running backs. Uh, they have a great quarterback. He's, he's, he can, he's very athletic and running. They're a running back by committee. Uh They've got a couple of receivers outside, and then defensively, you know, they, they run to the football. Uh, if you're pretty good defensively, you're going to be pretty good in the kicking games. You've got pretty good skill kids. You're going to be good in the return game. So, overall, they're coached very well. They're a good, solid football team. I think early on, I haven't seen anything going from early on yet. Uh, you just kind of look at scores. I think they had some issues. However, kind of like us, I think they've kind of worked through and kind of figured those things out. 
Coach Franklin Stevens, head coach at McEachern, winners last night, uh, 36-7 over Campbell. Coach, as always, a pleasure to talk to you. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Appreciate you having me. All right. Thanks, Coach. Welcome back into the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday morning quarterback show. Back to the phone lines we go. On the line with us, John Nelson. So you teased me with the commercial for the Steakhouse Restaurant coming into the segment, Bruce. That's not fair. <laughs> well, you know, all that food he was naming off, I said, I bet we could eat every bit of it right now. <laughs> you ain't kidding. Well, I, I will tell you this. I, I talked with Coach Resper earlier, and, and he had the same sort of the same idea about the food uh we're going to try to set it up uh about the last weekend to maybe get as many folks that want to come and and us maybe meet and eat out there see now that'd be pretty strong uh so you know, obviously it might be a little difficult for those of us in north georgia to come and attend oh, so come you might on, have, so, and i know that i know that uh, i know that jason will be more than happy to make sure that his plate is uh, is very clean each time he goes to the buffet. Absolutely. <laughs> well, John, where the heck are you at today? Uh, we are just passing the Kia plant, driving south, uh, getting ready to head to the plains for the 3.30 Eastern time kickoff. Well, we were debating whether you were going to be making a trip or if the boss was going to be going by herself. Oh, no. No, no, no. This is one of those times where we can turn it into a date day. And so uh, I, I am in the passenger seat, and she is, uh, she is making sure that we are getting from point alpha to point beta in a decent time. Well, my question is, if she's driving, are you in trouble about something? Oh, no. No, no, no. I mean, you don't want – I mean, if, <laughs> I was, if I was driving and I was – discussing things with all of you over the air i think that might uh, discourage or that might encourage uh, folks to <laughs> sit there and pull the automobile over to the side of the road and ask me what i'm doing in violation of the state law we didn't want that uh, okay all right well you never can tell about these riders you know they're a little bit different hey you know it's uh, i will i will definitely stipulate to being a, a half bubble off plum that's that's easy but, uh, I'm nowhere that close. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, for me, it's uh, just making sure that we get there in one piece and getting through the traffic and making sure that uh, the person at the front of the line is the one using the accelerator appropriately uh, because that's, why, that's where traffic starts. Traffic starts with the one guy up front who is using the brake more than the gas. All I would stipulate is, is that if we all just push the gas pedal there would be no such thing as traffic. I mean, think about it. I'm not going to say that. John, where were y'all at last night? We were at uh, Big Region Battle chasing after the two and the three with uh, Cherokee hosting Roswell. And in uh, that particular region, it was uh, the second week of region play, Milton obviously is the, the team that a lot of folks are chasing in uh, 7A, and Milton's the top team by ranking right now in the region. So this was a key battle for the two and the three, and Roswell went out to a 13-0 lead. Took a little while for Cherokee to get uh, into the rhythm of the game. They got the 
been uh, key turnovers just at bad times for Cherokee and Roswell turned it into scores and they end up winning by 28 by the end of the night and they had a, a sophomore running back Nikai Davenport 28 for 181 in a score so it was uh, good for good to see uh, the sophomore depth for Chris Pruitt and Roswell so they right now they're at the inside track chasing after a, a region title the game with Milton coming up in a couple of weeks. John, I don't want to put you on the spot, but i got to ask you while we got just a moment to, to talk about this. Reclassification, any, any real thoughts sure. on it at this point? Well, I mean, obviously, I will go to the point of the appeals process, and there were 24 teams that appealed last time out. 17 of them won their appeals, and I'm working on a piece for our friends over at GPB News where I'm catching up with a lot of different folks, a lot of them inside the reclassification committee itself, plus some of the coaches that were engaged in the early discussions. Uh, I find it interesting that they go from two to three for the multiplier, and they pulled the cap off. I think that that's the, probably the more impactful element in all of this, where you could possibly have teams like uh, uh, you know, St. Pius and Woodward Academy, because over 90% of their students are from out of area, they could be rocketing up to 7A for the next round of reclassification. So, uh, in talking with Glenn White, the GHSA president and the head of the reclassification committee, he said obviously they're going to use logic when it comes to any kinds of appeals and how to, to implement it. But uh, they're, they're anticipating appeals. I know in talking to Davis Russell up at Bremen about it, he said, yes, we are going to appeal because their situation geographically is very, very odd. They're in two counties, and literally Davis's backyard is out of area. His right. house is in the zone, but his backyard is out of zone. So uh, anticipate Bremen being one of the places that appeals. But, uh, you know, got caught up with Steve Waters down in Glen County as well, and then Stephen Kraft in Fulton County. So they're anticipating appeals, obviously, but they're also trying to make it as fair from a competitive uh, standpoint as humanly possible. John, we're fixing to go to break, but the one thing I will say is the one, Sports Network. <laughs> the, the one I feel bad for really is Greater Atlanta Christian. Uh, they're projecting them as high as six. I, that, I, I think that's, that's, that's way off the mark. And Tim Hardy is uh, the other coach that I want to track down before sure. this piece goes to, to print because he was the one that came up with the, the variant that was adjusted to competition. So I think that, that would have been an interesting proposal. I don't know if it had enough folks who were behind it initially, but I want to find out. I mean, it works in other states, and I wanted to catch up with Coach Hardy and find out how he came across the idea and why he thought that would be a good alternative instead of boosting the multiplier to 3.0. Okay, now, John. XL Sports Network. Getting your degree. Welcome back into the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show as we continue traveling with John and the boss. <laughs> and the boss enjoyed the uh, intro music, by the way. There you go. I, see, now, I love this music. I really do. Well, because the, the Auburn band plays it. <laughs> see? You, you, made her, you made her feel like You made her feel at home. See? Well, well tell her that's, I, I, that's what I was looking for, to make her feel comfortable. <laughs> Thumbs up from the boss. Thumbs so up from the boss. Thank you, and it's right back at her. Yep. All right, John, let's get into it. I've, around the world, I've uh, 
you know, different uh, conferences. Uh, start off with number four, Penn State, against number three, Iowa. Last time I checked, Iowa was picked by two over under 41. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to get to the 41. I think that it's going to be you – know, one of the things that we've always looked at when you're focused on Iowa football is their defense. And Kirk Ferentz is always – you know, in big games, if he wants to turn it into a 9-7 grinder and just have his offense do enough to get the win, wouldn't surprise me if you ended up with something – that barely got into the 20s for the winning team. I'm still looking, you know, 17-14, 17-16, somewhere in there. I think Iowa wins, and I think just because of the, the number being, uh, the margin being as close as it is, wouldn't surprise me if Iowa ended up getting the win and the cover. Well, I don't have any points or anything on this, but let's get Bruce out of the way. Slippery Rock at Edinburgh University. Fighting Scots. Ooh, Edinburgh Fighting Scots. Considering that Bruce and I... I mean, when Bruce recommended that I check in on The Rock last week and they were up 75 nothing over Clarion, <laughs> uh, I was like, is, ser- is this serious that they're up 75 nothing? I think that uh, Edinburgh is going to present a tougher test than Clarion, but I still think that The Rock gets the dupe. <laughs> Good. Uh, number six, Oklahoma against number 21, Texas. Oklahoma by three, 63 and a half. And I think the total is the play here at 63. I think that you're probably going to get something because they're looking obviously somewhere in that 35-28 range, somewhere in there. Uh, I think that the game will clear the total. I'm still looking at Red River at noon, and I'm going, really? Okay. Uh, interesting programming choice, but obviously if ABC has that Nebraska game later tonight, that's going to be great nighttime television for your primetime viewing. I, I Frankly, you should have flipped them if I was the programmer. Well, that one's just uh, there to put them to sleep. Yeah, and so I mean, well, I mean, but this is what you do. I mean, you've got the, you've got the the Raycom SEC triple header at noon, and they're trying to get everything out of the way for the game at three thirty, and then the night game at eight in College Station, and you know you're packing three SEC games at noon. But frankly, if it was me, I would have put the Nebraska game as your noon kick and Red River in prime time, but that's just me. I agree, I agree. Uh, number 13, Arkansas against number 17, Ole Miss. Ole Miss, last I checked, was six-point favorites, 66-and-a-half. Uh, I don't know about that. I think that Arkansas with Sam Pittman, and I know that we talked about this before, Sam Pittman for me obviously is the SEC Coach of the Year, and he should be in the running for National Coach of the Year for what he has done there with a lot of seniors at Arkansas. And so I, I, I think for me, I think that you may not get to the total because of Arkansas's defense. I think that Arkansas gets the win. So I guess, you know, the, the number turns irrelevant for me. So I'll go with Arkansas winning outright in this one. All right. Bounce to Bo- uh, Boise State against BYU. Bo- uh, BYU by five, five and a half, 57 and a half. We've seen what BYU can do earlier this year. You look at something like Holy War. I don't think that it's. I think that five is too much. I think that honestly, it's going to be a tighter game than a lot of folks maybe anticipate. So I'll take Boise to cover, but I think BYU will win. Yes. Um, number eleven, Michigan State again at Rutgers. Michigan State by five and a half, fifty over under. Yeah, I think that uh, so far Greg Schiano has struggled with with Ruggers and what we're seeing so far. 
but I think that what you're seeing at Michigan State is Mel Tucker and everyone getting adjusted to Mel Tucker's way of thinking and the folks that he wants to bring in to be a part of the program. I've got to go with Michigan State here covering uh, no problems against Rutgers, even though Piscataway has been a problem for teams in the past. I don't think that uh, it'll be a problem for Michigan State. I'll go Michigan State for the win. Number 19, Wake Forest at Syracuse. Wake Forest, six and a half favor, 57 and a half, or 57 over under. It's funny that a lot of folks are asking themselves, is Wake Forest the top team in the ACC? And it's interesting to hear this discussion, considering what we're hearing, uh, what we're not really hearing or seeing this year from Clemson. So uh, it's an interesting dynamic to hear. I think that Wake ends up getting the, I think Wake ends up getting the win to reinforce all these early theories. And it'll be interesting to see as the season continues to go. Is it Wake? Is it NC State? Does Clemson rebound? What What about North Carolina? Do they rebound? So it's, I think it's going to be a a four-team race to figure out who's going to be the best team in the ACC this year. Yeah. Uh, number 14, Notre Dame at Virginia Tech. Notre Dame is a pick em, uh, a point, uh, and over-under is 47. Yeah, this one, I don't know if it gets to 47 just because of what we've seen with the struggles for Notre Dame, but I think also – this is a, a game to figure out whether or not uh, Justin Fuente it will be long for Lane Stadium in Blacksburg. I think that this is a statement game for him and his administration there with the Hokies. So I'll go with Virginia Tech in a tight one at home. I don't see him getting to the total. All right, before our next break, about 30 seconds away, Georgia Tech at Duke. Georgia Tech, three-and-a-half point favor, 60-and-a-half. And this is another statement game for Coach Collins. I, I know that uh, when you go to Wallace Wade, sometimes it can be a tough one. And I think that this is going to be a tough one for Georgia Tech. And since we don't know which Georgia Tech team is going to be there today, I'll go with Coach Cut. I'll go with Duke to cover in that one at Wallace Wade. XL Sports Network. Hey. <laughs> Welcome back into the Steakhouse Restaurant <laughs> John, are you enjoying that? Well, the boss is. She was she was hopping up and down in the chair while we're sitting here in traffic. Well, I'll, on the way out, we'll give her a little bit longer version that y'all can listen to. There you to. go. <laughs> All right, John. Yeah, yeah we're, we're we're just in a long line of traffic. It's like going. It's like in the old days going to the NASCAR event at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Oh Lord. That's where I, we are right now. I, thought, are, I thought you was going to say it's trying to get into the Mikey Coliseum for wrestling. No, hey, let's, don't go there. let's don't go there. We're, we're a couple miles outside of uh, the bustling metropolis of Opelika, so we should, you know, we're, we're getting there. I can remember back in the day before they started working on the highways, Atlanta Motor Speedway, I would actually walk four miles, then park in the parking lot. At least then yeah, I man. thought I had a chance of getting home sometime. Exactly. Uh, uh, John – the game of the week for a lot of people here in the South, especially in Georgia and Auburn. Uh-huh. Number two, Georgia at number 18, Auburn. Georgia's picked yep. anywhere from 14 to 15 and a half. Over-unders around 47, 48 points. 14 and a half to 15 and the over-under 47 or 48. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm petitioning here in the car to the boss as well to, to add to the conversation through the headset. Are you you all about headsets or about hearts? Well, see now, and there you go. That's see, me. That's, 
Well, so that, yeah. that's, what you, that's what you're getting with the boss. Now, right now. now, I speak it to the boss. Let me be perfectly clear. I was scared that John wouldn't speak from from the mind and speak with the heart because if he's scared, you're going to put him on the side of the road. Yeah, but Bruce is scared you're going to put me on the side of the road if I don't speak properly. <laughs> I feel like this game for us is like that line in Animal House. This is something that's going to take a remarkably stupid and futile effort, and we're just the people to do it. So there you go. We might have a chance. <laughs> I like that. Because I know I'm either turning my phone off after the game or I'm making a, I got a list of names to call. Well, and so when that's why we're taking our time to uh, egress from uh, uh, the, uh, the bustling twin cities of Auburn and Opelika. We are spending the evening in uh, Columbus, Phoenix City, because we know the traffic is going to be a bear. Yes. Well, there, nobody will get any messages or call from me one way or another. I don't. I just don't do yeah. that. The only reason I pick an no. idiot a little bit here is just just because he usually starts it. So I just want to I you know be a part it. of it. But I but I honestly God, he'll tell you I've never I've never called him. I don't do that. Hey, I don't text. I don't mess with Bruce him. Bruce is a uh, he knows what I go through. I mean we, we yeah being an Auburn fan here in Hawksville, it's it's hell anyway. Yes, because you you are uh, <laughs> one in, in one in a gazillion being in that pocket. So no, I understand what today's like. Hey, we even got a tech fan, a couple of tech fans at school. Jeez. So what are your thoughts on it, John? I'm gonna put you on the spot. No, I think that it's going to be a challenge. I think that for Auburn to stay competitive in this game, obviously you can't make any turnovers, and you have to take advantage of the situation if Georgia turns it over themselves. Their defense is one of the best in recent memory, regardless of really who we're talking about here. And if you get to the total, it's because a lot of the scoring is going to be done by the University of Georgia. I think that for Auburn, they're going to have to do things. They're going to have to take the air out of the ball. And to do that, you're going to have to use your depth at running back. But going up against one of the most stout defenses in all of college football right now, that's the rub in all of this. And so it's going to be a challenge for Mike Bobo today to figure out how to keep Georgia off their heels or on their heels and figure out ways to attack and have them second guessing. That's the, the biggest thing for me right here. I know that Auburn's defense you know, when it's at full song, you've got Zacoby McLean, you've got Owen Papo, who's been kept out the last couple of weeks. It's it's going to be tough on that end. So that's why I don't think you're going to get to the total. And Auburn's going to have to play as clean a game offensively as they have all year to stay within that margin. I think that the the play of uh, Bo's going to be the wild card here. Uh, of course, I've had well, somebody. But, tell- but the thing is, you know, to your point, is it is it packages for both Knicks and Finley to keep Georgia guessing? And I think that that was part and parcel to what we've seen from both of them as well. Is that you have to prepare for two quarterbacks? That means that you have to spend that much more time trying to figure out skill sets trying to figure out, okay, what is T.J. Finley's strength? What is Bo Nix's strength? How do we defend against each? Don't be surprised if there, if one starts, if there are multiple packages for the other, once again, that you had to prepare for if you're Kirby Smart in that defense. Well, um, 
you know, just looking at it, I just, you know, for me, it's one of those games. I, I, I can't, I can't do it. I got to, it's my heart, you know, I, 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 Oh, I know. And, uh, but same with the boss. Yeah. But I, I'm going to die. Trust me. I, and I, I know, trust me. I know where you're coming from. I married into it. I'm an all in <laughs> law. I understand completely. <laughs> well, I, I feel more sorry for her than you because, uh, she's living with a uh, Florida state guy. <clears throat> well, well, but the thing is, is that she she enjoys commandeering the remote when both <laughs> of our games are on television, so oh, she God. can see my reactions in these in these games. So yeah, I mean, she's she's heard my colorful metaphors on those rare occasions, <laughs> and I think that balances out all the colorful metaphors that I hear on her when she's looking at Auburn as well. So yeah, we're we the the colorful metaphors by number are more bulk on her side, but she enjoys it when I use mine because mine are in short bursts and they take up a lot of space. Well, I, let me throw in my quick two cents worth. I give George Edge one because of defense and two because of Bo Nix. Uh, I think as much of him as I did Felipe Franks at Florida. I think it, it, well, it as, helps you know, and when he's trying to act when he's trying to act like Fran Tarkenton these days, that's your Google search today, kid. Fran oh, Tarkenton and look, look him up on YouTube. So... <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, when you're seeing that, he drives you crazy. And, and the boss actually said that, if, you know, when Auburn scores, it's going to be on one of those really odd Bo Nixian, Fran Tarkenton scramble, double deflection off somebody's face mask kind of a thing. And so, once again, you've got to play as clean a game as possible. I was going to say Archie Manning, but, you know, I can I can live with Fran Targeton. I mean, you look at them, they were both trying to be escape artists, and it was out yeah. of necessity. Uh-huh. And, you know, the only thing missing is hearing Bo Nix going, ah, as he's running for his life. See if the Parabs will pick that up during the game today. <laughs> well, John, listen, y'all have a safe trip. Uh, I, I hope y'all have uh, some fun, but not too much fun. Uh, uh-huh. I hope well, we... considering I'm a 17 and a half point dog in Chapel Hill today, it, it might be another fun evening on the on well, the, another now, fun now, weekend on the drive home. Listen, listen, we we all may hit the jackpot with a lottery before Florida State wins another one. Exactly, right there with you, <laughs> John. Y'all have a safe trip. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you on with us. We look forward to next week. Thank you very much, fella babies. We're heading to Auburn in the plains so we can find out what's going on with Auburn and Georgia. The South longest, oldest rivalry. We're going to have some fun today, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's for you, Eddie. Thank you. Thank you. Eddie, Eddie was telling us to leave that alone so you wouldn't get you going. <laughs> XL Sports Network, Jack. We'll see you later. See you guys. Be careful. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well... <laughs> you really wanted to hear that. You really did. <laughs> we need to get him to uh, do his uh, green picks of the week. Well, we need to do get him to do. Um, it's not dusty. Who is it? Um, had the flower stuff. You know all. Uh, you know uh, Adrian Adonis. No, uh, gorgeous George. Maybe there's there's several of them. Them. <laughs> um. I'll think about it. Adrian Bruce. Street was another one. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, that's going to do it for this week. I want to remind you we're here each week throughout the course of the season. Fastest three hours in radio. Uh, folks, uh, I'm asking everyone to say a little extra prayer for Lewis and his family uh, this weekend. They're going. He's going through some health issues, so please remember him. And uh, 
Coach Warnock for Hawkinsville. Yes. He just had uh, surgery also. Keep him in your prayers. He's doing doing well, but, you know. We'll take uh, – that'll do it for this week's edition of the Steakhouse Restaurant Saturday Morning Quarterback Show presented by our friends at uh, Central Georgia Technical College. Uh, we'll see you next week right here on the XL Sports Network. <laughs>